37 of the Big Conspire from the UK. I'm Rick and this is my Lee. brother, Big Brother. Lee. I, I love Big Brother. Hello, I'm Big Brother. Big How brother. you doing, bro? I'm alright. I'm awesome. I'm awesome at awesomeness. I'm vibed up and ready to put the world to rights. Kind of. Bit tired, as usual. <laughs> well, I'm at least you're not ill. Call. Or are you ill? You, you might Usually be ill. Before my eyes start going. Tired. I'm not tired. What's happening, man? Nothing. What's happening in the world of Lee. Nothing. Nothing. Well, don't say nothing. You've got to come nothing. on. Nothing. Well, you know, it's just go, just the same old shit every week, isn't that's, it? That's, that's real. The um, that's real. The listeners in with our uh, <laughs> with our wonderful, eloquent lives. I haven't. I've just been to work and working. Just been doing your job for you. You have. You've been doing my roof, which is awesome. Right, day off. Stay I don't think it was awesome. I was a lady of leisure today. Day off playing games and shopping and spending money that I can't afford to spend. Yes, I can afford it. Be positive. Spending money that I can absolutely afford to spend. I won the lottery. Awesome. What do you How much do you win? £2.90. Ah, Matt, what, tonight? No, no, last uh, Tuesday. Okay, well, I got a ticket earlier, but I'll go, I'll go into that a bit more about the lottery and stuff in a bit, kind of. -ish. Why, why well, not now? Well, well okay. Well, because uh, well, I'm not. Moment. What, okay. what um, uh, if, uh, what if it, in the world of podcasts? Because we're a podcast, and we listen to podcasts. I, I noticed that a lot of pod seems to be run about a lot, but the good podcasts that people listen to, they like can't be bothered. They don't listen to anyone else's podcast. It's like yeah, well, I suppose they they're busy. They're busy, busy ignoring. I don't know. They don't want to get influenced no, by I'm other people's. Busy. Maybe they don't want to get other influenced by other people's podcasts. They just can't be bothered. Yeah. No, don't don't have to do it. I mean, I listen to them because I've got a shitload of time to listen to things. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, I've, do you know what I've discovered? Not discovered, but kind of discovered is that I can read books while driving. How cool is that? That's probably not good. <laughs> no, I tell you what, it is. I obviously I, I love my podcast, but I've I've got a membership with Audible. Is it Audible? Isn't it? And um, basically, it's got it's like Audible Plus or something like that, so you can download. They've got loads of ones that you don't have to pay for to download. So I've downloaded shitloads of books. I'm just all day. It's like I could do my job and read a book at the same time. It's not me reading it. Obviously, I'm being read to. Uh, obviously, you miss a fair bit of details because you're concentrating on other shit in that. And kind of sometimes you have to go back on that. But yeah, so this, I'll tell you, this week I've listened to, in theory, oh, where's my library? I downloaded, uh, I listened to the Orwell collection, which is Animal Farm in 1984. And, uh, you know, obviously the famous Animal Farm 1984. Have you read either of those, brother? I've read it, uh, 1984, and I'm going to read it again soon. I just feel the need. Fair time ago. You, obviously, yeah. you must have seen the film. I've seen the film. John, John Hurt, isn't it? Yeah. John Hurt, I believe, yeah. I think I read the book and then 
watch the film again pretty much almost at the same time i can't it was a good it's probably 10 years ago now so i need to i was looking at i was looking actually on like downloading that and because there was a, a thing it was that because i just watched a series of uh brave new world so i want to read that as well i've never read that there was something else there was another book was like free for cheap I'm gonna buy that which i probably will and read it at some point yeah I'll go, I'll go a bit more into them in a second. Yeah, but I'm I, I actually going to read it. I'm not going to listen to the audio. I fair quite enjoy reading books. Yeah, that's fair enough. I, mean, I I like it because it's like, I'm like, I've got, I could do two things at once. You know, it's like, not wait, not, I love reading. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, but I quite like the audio. But yeah, it's, it's nice to be able to get through it. The thing is, I've, I've, must have the book 1984 in my loft somewhere with all my other books, but I can't yeah. bother to go and look for it. So I'm just going to get a, digital version yeah, of it yeah, no. it's um it was written all it was um read but what's it called you know when who's the read narrated narrated by stephen fry oh okay awesome very good both of them you know mm. both of them. what i got i'm just going to talk about it um like I, I the first one was animal farm that was the first book that he bought the big book that he wrote it was a no novel they called it a novel so it's like a bit of a shorter novel but it was still was novella like, you know, when, like, when you listen, I don't know if I talked to you about this during the week, but when you're listening to it, well, you are, are reading a book and you fucking, you can see what's going to happen. You said like, last, on the last podcast, you talked about oh, it. I, I apologise, yeah. I, won't, I won't go back over that then anyway. But yeah, it was, that was quite, it was good, but frustrating. But also, like, 1984, um, it is so bizarre listening to it. Yeah. And then looking, because it was 1949. If I'm, is that right? The, the, the year I that don't he, know. But I think it was. I'll be around that sort of time. Other people go, oh, you fucking suppose it's not. But just to. um, going to be a few years out. Oh, wow. It's just, I know people go talk about Orwellian, but it really is. It's like, how. And there's there's one thing particularly that I don't think this will ruin it for you, but he talks about helicopters drive, flying, like, um, you know. Yeah. Um, flying on people and that. And it's kind of like referring to drones. And I'm like, because it didn't really have helicopters then. No, they had helicopters, but not yeah. like that. And no. like, they talk about there's a a, um, a cinema scene in it. They're watching a film, and it's a it's like they're it's basically their Eurasia, and their heli. It's like from the point of view of the helicopter, and the helicopters like gunning these um, refugees down, and and it's like I don't how the fuck would he know? And everyone's got TVs on their thing, telly screen, everyone everywhere, and they can see you. You know, they see you through the screen and you see them. And it's just like, oh, wow. Do you know what it is? Uh, um, 1984 is a tragic love story. That's what I put yeah. it down to. Like, you know, it, it it just is. But just the whole, and you just sort of think, and, and then I, I finished reading it or listening to it. And then I wake up in the morning and I, I, I just put, I put BBC News on to see what they're lying about. I do that. And I'm like, I look at it and I looked at it the next day and I was like, they're fucking lying about everything forever. That was just like, it's all a lie, isn't it? Yeah, I think I'm coming whole... to that realization. Oh, it's, it's all it's, everything. It's, it's, well, actually, I don't. I'm not going to go with everything a lie. Everything is twisted because a lot of it, a lot of what they say is built on some kernel of truth. But it's yeah, yeah. in such a way you could say yeah. they're lying. But I don't. I don't think they're outright lying. I think they're just not. Well, they're not. Yeah. They're not telling the all the truth. They're the telling truth. a bit of the, the truth. Yeah. Well, say for instance, this um, 
this petrol thing today, right? And we're in the UK and everyone's gone mental and queued for petrol and stuff like that. And Lee, my brother, accused me only of being part of that because I got petrol. Were. That was at six. But I was, it's, it's, it's payday and it's petrol day. So, um, but what happened was it was in like the news yesterday petrol shortage or it was like it basically it was it was no petrol shortage but it put it in the news and that created a thing of fit so the media's basically created this thing where people are queuing and people can't and the pumps are running out of petrol i'm not like sure that. the media created that i think it's people being dumb no because it was if yeah no you can't say well yeah no it's people being dumb people, people, people carried on with their normal routine didn't go because if you go to the say you go to the, the pump and I don't I never fill up in like gallons I always do it by a amount I put in I put like twenty yeah, quid in twenty five yeah. quid in thirty quid yeah. people go and do that and the people who just do that continue doing that it'd be fine but they don't they're like oh maybe it's going to run out so they go and fill up their whole tank that they and wouldn't normally do take Jerry uh, petrol cans yeah and well, get I extra whole tank but I you know. You know what I mean? That, that's the thing. Yeah. People doing that is what's the problem. So it's it's dumb people. I mean, I know you say the media saying it, but it doesn't make well, people go out and... It does, obviously. It doesn't, because so they said, oh, we, there could be like shortages of drivers for BP. It that's what it was, the tankers. Oh, yeah, we've maybe. Got, we've I don't know if everyone's been conditioned to go and just do the opposite to what they say. Condition, you'd seen they've been conditioned because you've just seen what's happened in the last 18 sort of you know plus months, yeah. But in that sense, it's just I don't they're like, oh, don't that media, yeah, but someone they could say today or yesterday, Boris said, oh, you know, don't panic, it'll be all right, and then everyone's panicked. Oh, no, but you know, double speak, but is that, yeah, but I I don't think that is, I think that's just people being stupid. If they just went and carried on with their routine, none of the garages would run out of fuel, people wouldn't be. No, but they wouldn't. If if people... you normally go and fill up, talk. Shut up. Oh, go on. Don't you talk because you are the van. Go on. Stupid. No, just say you go and fill up. Like, like it um, takes you six. It takes you yeah eighty um, pounds to fill up your car, and you normally put twenty pound in each time you go to the petrol station. Like every four or five days, you go today and fill up with eighty quid, and everyone does that. It's like what the fuck? You're gonna run it. The stations are gonna run out because that's not the normal process, is it? And everyone going, and most people wouldn't go necessarily. Yeah, all at the same. It's like, oh, it's going to run out. We all got to go. There was no, queues, petrol stations queues. Yeah, but I went to um, I, I went to Costco as well today. I always get my my uh, month of like bottles of water. I do that and loo roll. I always do that. Bottles of alcohol. <laughs> well, not. I didn't today because I'm going out tomorrow. Don't lie. Time. You stocked up in the alcohol. You're just not drinking it. <laughs> I'm going to brew my own because. I've got I've got a little story about alcohol as well. Um, it was absolutely heaving as well, and I don't know if that was a kind of knock on where people are having a little bit of a, you know, they need to go to Costco. I don't know why didn't everybody at work. I was like, <laughs> I'm lost. Work. And then I went into the local shopping, you know, place sort of later on as well, you know, shopping centre to buy some bits and bobs for going out tomorrow, and that was heaving as well. And I was like. Hang on, it's my day off. How dare you ruin my day off by being in, you know, and taking up all the car parking spaces and that? I thought it was very. What were these people doing? They should be at work. They're all thinking the same thing as you. Yeah, yeah. I suppose everyone just booked off like the end of September, maybe. It's like the end of summer, so people are just maybe getting the last bits of because it was quite a nice day weather today, so everyone was out. But yeah. Anyway, that was my that was two of my books. But I also I also listen to red 
The Gods Never Left Us by Eric Van Donegan, which is pretty awesome. What's that about? Um, roughly. It's basically, roughly, well, there's, there's still influences from, uh, you know, our creators from, uh, you know, like the Anunnaki, like, created us. Okay. But they... also, I, let me, I'll get to that. And I was, like, <laughs> My my other one I'm reading immort- uh, the other one I'm through going through now I've got a couple of hours left is Immortality of the Gods by Nick Redfern which is very similar you know kind of thing basically uh, we're going to do talk a little bit about sort of resur- not resurrection um, reincarnation today and originally I'm not sure what stories you've got about it I was going to talk about sort of go to talk about sort of past lives and uh, maybe de- deities that talk about reincarnation and stuff like that but i think listening to these couple of audio books has changed right you know like last week i was talking about me getting into mediumship yeah yeah my and i was very much i'm, I'm still spiritual but i was very much going to contact you know be open to some spirit contact etc etc which i still am but it kind of right the Anun- the anunnaki Back in the day, a few thousand years ago, possibly may have created us through gene manipulation and just, you know, made, made us. Let's say they did. Let's say some ancient beings, uh, super beings made us, uh, interdimensional beings made us. But they, um, in certain civilizations, they called us vessel holders. We vessels, sorry. So basically, we're just vessels for the soul. They'd stick us in stick the souls in in, in in us and then they'd come and collect us you know on death or whenever they decided to and then they just turn us around and stick us back in and it kind of made me question I don't know questions question everything you believed up until now oh my god his world's yeah, been I shattered a little bit, a little bit, but I was like maybe you know like for instance dad our dad died and I like to, I feel like I've had communication that, you know, after his past, you know, I feel, I'm say 100% I have. And then I was kind of questioning it, maybe if, if they just take the soul, take the person and delete it, you know, delete everything and then stick them back in. Would, is dad actually dad? Was it just a programming thing? And then I had a dream last night. Was it just your imagination? Was it just a dream? Just hang on a minute. There was just I just know because I didn't really sleep that way. I had a couple of hours. I just know Dad was in the dream, like going, yeah, "I'm actually here," you know, like I am actually a. You know, yeah, was that just a dream to try and reinforce what you believe already? Yeah, no, it could be anything. I'm just saying, but that, we know, don't know. We don't know. Absolutely don't know. I, I I don't know. But there was just lots of like listening to the, these audio books. I'm really crap at like explaining stuff. I've got knowledge inside me, right? I know stuff and I listen to stuff like audio books and read stuff. But I have very bad at explaining what what I know or what I've sort of learned. Um, I don't know. That doesn't really explain a lot. But anyway, it's just like kind of did because when I listen to stuff, I take it as oh maybe that's real or that's real until I've discerned discerned it and then got another opinion about stuff. So it's kind of turned some my ideas about the world good but it's did i talk about that uh, maybe um the spirit guide is like on the last podcast so i think they could possibly be tricks stopping, um stopping, yeah stopping yeah you did oh yeah i'm still i'm still i don't know it's good to have different opinions 
Glad you're not stuck in your. But, but, but still, I need to investigate everything more and more. You know, listen to more stuff. Or just trying, but I want it. I, I need it. I want it. And I like everybody else who's in, into spiritualism, meditation, stuff like that. That's what they're doing. They're like trying to get enlightened and discover stuff. And you know, that's, yeah, that's it's so. Um, it's probably not going to happen in the way you want it. You just have to. You just. You, no, you yeah, just no, have to sort of decide what you want to believe in and believe in that, really, don't you? No, I don't want to believe in anything. I want to discover and what is the truth. That's, that's yeah, but you're not going to discover. There's so many different things with people discovering the truth. You know, people come on and say they know the truth and whatever. It has and to be they're just serious. Yeah, but they, I don't know if there is one single way you're, like, looking for the truth. That's a very well. My well, I need I want experience. That's you know so that I can say I've had this experience. I'm hearing voices. I my boys just got home and they're talking about they can't get any petrol. Yeah, they're all sheep. They're all sheep. They're all sheep. Rick's done it. Rick earlier he went and he went and filled up his car. Oh, you've been dissed out by my boys. Like the rest of them, Rick. Dissed out you're, one of them. you're one of the sheep, always calling you're you. One of the sheep. <laughs> I was. It was early. I had to get it all run out of petrol. I don't think it's the time. Oh, you don't. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Anyway, I actually ended up being conspire for the week. <laughs> anyway, that was my talking about my books. Like you know. Yeah. Um, what what podcast have you listened to? Have you learned anything or, you know, something to no. investigate? I've learned that I still don't believe in Tataria. Oh, okay. Well, I'm thinking... I still can't get on that one. I'm not. What, what about, um, not necessarily Tataria, but whole civilization that was here before us. It's so possible. Completely possible. I think uh, there's stuff that is... Have you not talked about this before? I think... Yeah. There's stuff that is wasn't understood at the time, and because of the way our um, like science works, and people were so caught up in, you know, when once they get into a thing, they can't admit they're wrong. I think that that makes it difficult to uncover certain truths. If there's a whole, maybe there's a like a hidden, I don't know about hidden, but like a an undiscovered history that has been misinterpreted. I don't go with the whole it's all been covered up and it was all different a few hundred years ago. You know, and were, no, no, literally like 400 years ago, it was all different and then that civilization got destroyed and people made up a new... All the history before that is all fake. And I'm not, I'm not going with that. It doesn't make any sense. There's so much... You'd have to make up so much in such a short amount of time. It, I don't know. Only one generation or two generations. Really. Yeah, but the amount of... The amount you'd have to make up understand as how many people are you getting to make this shit up and being almost cohesive and making that in such a short amount of time it doesn't make any sense to me only uh, uh no I, I i can't disagree with you on that but think about um the amount of history that token made up including like language yeah, but he didn't about. compared to compared to world history that fits in together it, he didn't did he he made up a oh. he made up a few books but it wasn't very detailed yeah very... but you imagine him making right so you're making this up and, and he imagine he made it up and then someone else made up something to go along with that at the same time you'd have to cross-reference but you've got to do that for the whole world 
yeah. everything that's going to be found or hidden and stuff's going to be hidden as well and you've got to coordinate all these people to do all this together plus um you need to basically fake stuff as well and you need to get all that all in the same time period and none of those people are ever going to speak out that they made shit up or put other stuff i don't know it doesn't what, doesn't what ring if, true what if i know i was going to say what if we're, if we're a computer simulation you've always just got to change the code it doesn't but that's just it. that's something completely different yeah, no, that's no, a completely no. different thing um i think a misinterpretation is a huge thing of what's gone before right. like people you know we because a lot of our archaeology is built on older stuff and you know to change that is takes a long time but stuff does change and they do change opinions and things like that but I'd, yeah i don't the whole there's a lost civilization that scan, spanned the world and it got destroyed and then people come along what maybe not in the but there i mean the history's a bit there's like could possibly be a couple of hundred years that have been inserted in or taken away and, yeah maybe, you know, maybe so. uh, yeah like time times can be yeah. wrong so this uh, is like say they're, they're talking you talk about um or the people talk about you know these buildings in america they're like, like wonderful buildings and you know our thing and they're like oh, why would you build them now we don't build them now because they're trying to build it for the least amount of money whereas before you'd be like a, a man and you wanted to display your wealth so you'd build a big fucking house with all this you know decorations and stuff now they just want to make as much money out of it's not yeah, the same yeah. they're not using the same systems they're, they're the same thing of what looks good isn't the same as back then as it is now and all that sort of stuff still people yeah. still build mansions now and they they look yeah in that sense they look pretty thing but the the houses they build for other people are just you know they're just knocked up and for the cheapest amount of stuff it's a different um way of thinking isn't it and they, and they also said um oh like they had these old buildings and they'd knock them down and put up like these shitty buildings in their place yeah because the old buildings were built for one family to live in they knocked them down and built up tenement blocks and apartments for like 30 or 40 people so they could make the money instead of renting it out for one person they can make it they can rent it out to 40 people and get the similar sort of price from each person it's all to do with money isn't it that's what it was yeah no i, I you know if you've got I, a, an acre of a space and you've got a big house in it knock the house down make 50 apartments in the same space you can you know you you times in your money by 50 for what you can um yeah. raise in rents that's what it's about but i don't discount anything but i don't i don't think i um, at the moment am discounting tataria yeah. what about although I, I will qualify this i haven't looked into it loads much loads and loads i've just listened to a few people and what they say it, there's no there isn't no real basis they got some like pictures of old buildings but old buildings and they say about cathedrals cathedrals were a center point of like a town or like a power of the church and they put a lot of stuff into building them if you went back to when they got built the houses around them and that would be shit they'd be like wooden houses yeah. that are, they're gone now it's not like they were building cities of cathedral like buildings it's these special buildings had they were prestige and they would put a lot of money and effort into them but i just i i i admit i don't can't envisage i mean when you go in these buildings i mean i went to winchester winchester yeah winchester cathedral um last month or the month before that oh, fuck me it's mind-blowing i mean it just is like how how on earth i mean obviously they did build stuff like that but you just think how 
because they do that, you know. Also, like, you got to think there's a, there was a different skill set. So you had people who would do like um, stone carving. You can get them now, but they're like a really specialized thing. Whereas back then, there would have been a lot of people doing that. Now we don't do it because we don't build buildings. We just knock up, you know, build towers of glass. We don't need yeah. people to carve gargoyles and stone masonry and that sort of stuff. And if you know, we could I, probably I, get a machine to do it for us if we really want to. But it's to do with cost. They build these things, yeah, yeah. and that's what it comes down to: cost at the moment. I I, I do understand. Um, I do understand people looking at these buildings again. Oh my god! And then thinking yeah. up. It's almost like thinking up uh, some god must have come and made them you know like all oh, like the pyramids but you know well, like an that, ancient like... civilization must have made them because we couldn't do them now we could do them if someone wanted to spend that much money and they would yeah they could make them but it would take a long time you think yeah. oh you could we could make sorry well, we, could, just, we could make that. a cathedral now for the same sort of standards with that sort of sculptures and stuff but it, the cost would be ridiculous so that's why it doesn't I don't know why it costs more now but it just does we haven't got the craftsman and it maybe take longer in that sense but we build these big like towers of steel and glass imagine someone from back then looking at one of them they'd be equally as old yeah no, 100% I mean yeah if I was thinking just you've got the will to do it and you've got yeah I mean the thing I found out the other day which I found was quite surprising is the tallest building in the world which is in the what's it in one of the Arab places was in Dubai tallest building in the world in Dubai is not hasn't got any plumbing or it hasn't got any um sewers it's not connected to the sewers all the toilets go into a yeah and there's like lines of trucks going in there every day every, no if there's lines of trucks every day going to pump out the sewage because they they're not connected to the sewers you've got this massive you know meant to be amazing building they didn't build any sewers below it it's all the shit goes into a big pit and they have to pump it out every day you reckon that stinks it probably doesn't stink but i just it's just a, a weird thing to not build any sewers. Maybe the, because the place hasn't got sewers. You know, it looks like Dubai looks all shiny on the outside. Got fucking nowhere for the shit to go, have they? Do you think, they, to... wanted, do you just... think they wanted to save a bit of money? Like, well, yeah, it's... obviously it's to do with it because we would have to put in a whole sewer system, not just for that building, but for the whole city. I don't know. I don't know what the sewer, the sewer cities are like in sewer systems like in that city i don't know but apparently who opened it so like like the king of whoever opened it and he went he was like, like i'm gonna have a shit and he had his shit and it was like it just like fell out the window <laughs> I, don't, I don't know it has plumbing but yeah it go it just lie maybe it's a lie but there was a i saw a picture it was like literally a hundred of these trucks that go and pump shit out and they have to go there every day to pump the shit out of this tower because it has got no proper sewers you and that's the buy, and that's basically the buy for you. It's like all this glittering stuff, but it's built on a load of shit. It's built on shit. Yeah, it's like who's got the worst job in the world? We we know where he works, but that way, yeah. Wow. Oh man. Oh man. Anyway, oh, where, 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 where were we? I know. I need to ask you. I need to before we go on. I need to because otherwise we're going to forget. Have you had any meaningful dreams? I need that one last night, but Dad turned up after I doubted whether Dad was really it was person. real yeah mm. and it was it was very vague like i just got the sense of it as opposed to you know there's not there's no it's just it was like lingering afterwards even lingering now like now i can sense dad now I'm talking but do you just that. do you think maybe okay you don't think maybe that was just you think it was like dad coming to tell you that 
he wasn't he's not just like being popped out of his body when he died and scraped and sanitized and popped into another body later on you're thinking he's a real essence that survived but yeah um yeah i mean when he's when he died yes, right. he's uh still an essence somewhere that can come and visit you that's what your psyche told you or did dad tell you was it real or, or not dad used to say don't you know, he's going to avoid the light and that because it's a trap. Dad used to say it's like a, you know, talk about it being a spider. You know, he didn't really believe in stuff. It's a bit weird. And he'd talk about it being like a spider's net, a spider web. Like, yeah. you know, you get caught and then they, whatever, with you. Um, although he wasn't really into all that stuff. So it's a bit of a, I don't know, the word oxymoron. I don't really know. Again, I want to discover. So I'm going to crack on with the uh, meditation and, which I'm still trying to do. And, and uh, I don't know, I'm expecting a visit from Anunnaki. I don't know. Archangels, something. Okay. Come on. I, I had a dream last night. I'm going to tell oh, you just because it was, it's the, about the physical world affecting the your like dream world. Okay. It was only after it had happened, and it was a couple of hours later I realised. But in the night I had a dream, and my side, my right hand side, in the dream it was like it was as if it had got cramp, like the muscles in my stomach got crap right. and i had to like crunch over to the side like and every in your dream yeah in my dream like if it comes it's like oh and it's, and it's like and then it would ease off and i could stand up straight again that was a bit of a, a weird dream but something in dream i think i may have had a memory that i'd experienced before that this isn't important to the actual dream but while i was dreaming i was thinking i'm sure i've had this before anyway uh i got woken up by a fox in the garden making a noise i think it might have been fighting with dogman because it was it wasn't doing the normal like fox calling it was like having as if it was fighting something it only sounded like the fox i couldn't hear anything else i don't know and then i was like i, I actually i got out of bed and opened the window and shouted it to like go away it's just going on and it die somewhere else fox yeah i thought maybe it's a bin has fallen on it you know it's trying to get in the bin and the bin has fallen on it and it got i don't know anyway it's eventually stopped a couple of minutes later and i went back to bed and went to sleep and just carried on i woke up in the morning and i remember the dreams thinking my side really hurt and then i remembered that when i had woken up from the dream because of the fox my wife had been like cuddling me she, her hand had been on my side like uh. where the where the um like the cramp had been so obviously like the physical thing of the pressure of that had caused me to dream about having some sort of effect on my I just thought it was interesting that that could affect you. Oh, yeah, no, it does. Yeah, sorry. You seem um, really, really disinterested. No, that. Sorry. <laughs> so disinterested. It's like, oh, I'm no, sorry. Awesome. No, it does, it does, it? I do apologize. I just got a text. Kelly said they're stuck at their roundabout because people are queuing for the petrol. <laughs> <laughs> So I do apologise. Yeah, no, that's um, it does like it's weird how that comes through, in in that sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah your body wouldn't bother with it, but um, the dream kept on like impressing that there was something on my side. It, it was not like it was. Um, it wasn't pain. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why it made it come out in the dream as if it was like a pain. Well, painful. Yeah, it was like a crampy. It was it was contracting my side, so I had to bend over. Weird. That's why I think when you get anything in a dream, like, you know, take notice of it, but it's not necessarily that, if you know what I mean. Yeah. You know, if you get ailments and stuff like that, or you, the things that are bothering you in dreams, you've got, you know, they're not just dreams, there are things. 
which can be in this world, or even if it could be psychological, and you know, and all that stuff. Um, oh, what's my mean? I did have. Oh, that's no, not really a meaningful dream. It was a tiger trying to eat me, and I knew it was going to eat me. Anyway, forget about that. I have a tiger um, the other week. Yeah, that, 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 that was a tiger. A tiger? The other, yeah, it was um, going to jump on my sister, um, and I took it as my sister was having mental health issues. Um, that was my that was and but this one was a it was a manky tiger so maybe I'm having some manky help me it was like someone was holding a box and it it was full it was like getting out the box falling out the box and I was saying that the tiger was coming for me I was trying to distract it saying attack get him instead get him instead like the person who was holding the box and it falling out of this box that he had and I was trying to make the tiger go and attack the person like instead of me but I knew at some point this tiger was going to get me in and I won't it was going to and it was going to hurt because it was going to eat me. Though. So maybe I was, I know, was I having some? Because I consider, I consider, um, my thing is cat, um, cats protect your spirit and your mental stuff, and dogs protect your physical. So when I get attacked by dogs in my dream, it means I'm getting ill. Cats, the other way around, maybe like a, you know, like a spiritual. What about a big. I, I, I mean, tiger's the biggest cat, so the biggest assault on you. But it's manky, a manky. It was like mute. Maybe like you're. Mute, a, Sort in your own psyche. Hmm. Maybe I am. Yeah, I've got to watch it. Um, I, that's why. I, also, that's why I've tried to stop listening to podcasts a little bit because it's very overwhelming. The whole new world order taking over and going to kill us shit because it's quite, you know, quite intense. If you know what I mean. If you, yeah. if you get because it's, it's there the, all the time. The past week, I've backed off on news and stuff. You got to, weren't you? Because it's yeah, every it's, couple it's, of weeks, I have a, a week off because I'm mean, looking at quite a lot of it and. Wow, this week I'm not going to really. I still um, doom scroll, you know, a bit of Twitter and that, and uh, you know, I've shared a couple of things on our family Facebook or WhatsApp, whatever. But have you I actually make... got any news before we carry on? Yeah, yeah, sorry, uh, yeah, well, yeah, I kind of let's start. Let's start. Um, pub bosses slam World Health Authority's arbitrary plan slash alcohol consumption by a fifth. Warning, it would cost 83,000 British jobs and force struggling bars to shut. Now, there's, there's a double double thing there. Well, basically, the World Health Authority can fuck off because I'll drink what I fucking well want, for starters. But it's nothing to do with them. And government can fuck off their nosy fucking fuckers out of my fucking business, <laughs> for starters. That makes me angry. But um, alcohol's pretty unhealthy and it's destroyed millions of lives. And it still is doing that. So, you know, it's like the, the British jobs are going to be forced to shut. You know so what? how just... are they planning on cutting, uh, making people cut down on drinking? Well, they'll, they'll just, I don't know, it's the oh, reduction in drinking per capita. The World, World Health Authority draft global action plan says governments should be targeting a 20% reduction in drinking per capita by 2030. Now, they're actually global action plan. It's Agenda 2030 by 2030. So, it's coming. But how are they going to do that? They're they're not going to ration you. They will. There'll be an alcohol ration. No, because they'll just put it up. They'll just make it more expensive. No, it'll be be on your health firm, on your health firm pass. Oh, I suppose, maybe, yeah. And you'll have to scan what you've done. And once you've had your 20% or whatever you're allowed to have, you can't get well, no, because it'll, it'll be attached to your credit score. So you're because it's digital currency, you won't be able to buy more than you allowed. Yeah. your allotted amount. Okay, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. So I've just it's just anything that like that. Oh, shit, it just brew your own, like wouldn't that. you? Want to just brew your own alcohol? Well, I'm going to start 
Yeah, I'm gonna do that. Fucking you, that your fuck. I'm gonna fight all them fuckers. You fuck off, you fuckers. Yeah, so that's um. Yeah, how do you feel about that? They can fuck off, can't they, Lee? Brother. Well, if it's attached to all that, yeah, they can. But I don't. If it's not, Even then I don't see how they can make people stop drinking. They they can't. You know how that? Well, mobsters and all that stuff. They can't. They can fuck. That's that's one more to fuck off. Sneaky fuckers. Right. Uh, next. Next. I, I got something for oh, um about the Taliban. Okay. Apparently, they're split. They're um already splitting. So there have been reports of divisions yeah. among the Taliban leadership raising questions about the unity within the group which took over Afghanistan last month. The public's doubts about the group's unity only increased earlier this month when Mullah Abdul Ghani Baradar, the Deputy Prime He's Minister, seemed to have disappeared from public view. Then came reports that he had oh, been killed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> When he did reappear, it was in a pre-recorded video. Baradar, clearly reading from some sort of statement, said his uh, fading from public eye was a result of travel and that the Taliban having compassion among ourselves more than family. In a, bid, uh, in a final bid to ease suspicion about his death or injury, Baradar was photographed attending a meeting with the United Nations official on Monday. However, diplomatic and political sources have told Al Jazeera, which is what I'm citing reading it from, that uh, discord among the Taliban leadership is real, adding that it, if this disharmony grows, it will spell further trouble for the Afghan people. Um, someone who's spent like 20 years covering the fighting is basically saying that they're starting to split up because a certain... I, I, care, I can continue reading, really, maybe explain it about... Yeah, maybe. A political source who has had decades-long relationship with the Taliban's top brass agree. Uh, he says the effects a rift extends from the Odom, halls of power to the streets where the Taliban fighters have been going through major cities and f they've been going through major cities and forcefully taking the belongings of former officials and their families. Right now, all they care about is taking people's cars and houses. Families of former officials have told Al Jazeera that Taliban fighters have tried to seize their belongings, including homes they rented and their private cars. This despite the Deputy Minister of Information and Culture, this is not a word I, uh, name I want to read, Zabhihullah Mujahid, saying two days after Taliban took over the country, Zabihullah Mujahid, Mujahid, Saying two days after Odon, Taliban the Taliban took over the country that we have instructed everyone not to enter anybody's house, whether they're civilians or military. Uh, at the same August 70 uh, media briefing, Mujahid went on to say there is a huge difference between us and the previous government. However, those familiar with the situation, what, the current... What, the previous what government? The previous, previous Afghan government. government. Afghan or Taliban? Yeah, so no, the Taliban are saying they're not as the same as the previous Afghan government. They're not corrupt, which doesn't ring true. They because probably, actually, they probably think they're not corrupt. Well, they're probably not. Uh, no, most familiar with the situation, the colored Taliban leadership is facing many of the same issues with factions as the government of the former president. Um, it's also told Al Jazeera that as the Af other Afghan, that as with the other. Afghan governments, the division among the Taliban fall along personality lines. But unlike previous administrations, the Taliban does not just suffer from overly ambitious members or opposing political views. Its split is much more fundamental. Currently, the Taliban uh, is made up of fighters still waiting 
awaiting the spoils of war versus politicians who want to assuage the fears of Afghan people and the inter international community. They've got a problem where the fighters are like, we've been fighting for 20 years. This is basically what the story is about. Yeah. We want our payback. That's why they've been going to people's houses, yeah. you know, taking houses, taking cars, stealing you shit. Us, you promised us if we fight. Yeah, you, we if we fight, yeah. And now the, the bit of the government's like, well, you know, we, we want to be like a proper government. Can't go around doing this shit. So there's lines being split there between like the fighters and what the government want. That's what I was saying. It, there's but the thing potential is, think about, problems on the horizon there. You don't say, Sherlock. Um, basically, the, uh, the thing is that they are uh, they're warriors. You know that they've been like that for yeah you know, so, forever. So once they what what have they got once they've stopped fighting? I know they are farmers, etc. As well, but where they're going to go? They're going to go and fight somewhere else, aren't they? Or they're yep. going to fight whoever you know whoever's there and, and take what they want. They're going you know fuck you. You know I've got this uh, for you, you know make this work uh, several nations have already publicly stated their unwillingness to accept taliban-led government in afghanistan with the five permanent un secretary council members on wednesday asking the taliban to be more inclusive which they're not apparently they've already picked girls out of school haven't they yeah, yeah. afghan has been facing a liquidity crunch as the country is cut off from international financial organizations while the united states froze more than nine billion in funds after the taliban took over the country the poor who wish to remain anonymous due to security reasons said that leaders like uh, Mullah Mohammed Yaqub, the current defense minister and son of the group founder, Mullah Mohammed Omar, is one of the figures representing the hardline military focused faction of the Taliban. Others like Baradir and uh, Shir Mohammed Abbas Stanikzi. These, like these names. Just, just yeah, the Deputy no. Minister of Foreign Affairs represents the more politically minded branches who want to create a more inclusive state. Another point of contention for the two factions is the role of religious neighbours, Pakistan and Iran, which have long been accused of supporting the Taliban during its 20 year rebellion. I don't know, it goes on about, say, about hardline factions, so there's basically gearing up for civil war. Potential, yeah, potential <laughs> civil war. And I'm sure America's helping out by not Very sending cool. people there to stir shit up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, fucking hell. I just I was going to say something then, and I'm completely like usual, like every single week, it's bonkered off my head. I was like trying to interrupt you because anything to do with Taliban, because it was all there over the news. It's all gone now, isn't it? It's like, uh, don't worry about it. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like no, no. Until something the, happens. I read earlier, and it was like they they are going to carry on. They're going to resume um, executions and punishments, but not in public. Oh, I'm sure they are. That's officially no, but I mean, like, like international thing about Taliban, they just slowly yeah, like, well, sweeping it, it under the carpet. What was the distraction for? Was it for Joe Biden? Well, I don't know what fuck vaccine damage and all that. What was? I don't think it was distraction. It's just part of a step to the next next phase of blowing shit up, isn't it? Spending money on war. War never been so much fun. Never been so much fun. But we don't care about the Taliban. They're there. We're here. Um, I've got China must be prepared to make the first nuclear strike in response to growing U.S. presence in the region. And Alcus is it Alcus? Alcus? What was it? The, str the strategic. Well, how do you spell it? Al A U K U S. Alcus. Alcus. That's it. Yeah. Senior diplomat declares China should abandon no first use policy, meaning nukes can only be used to retaliate. Diplomat said. China. What diplomat. Hold on. I know we think we might have had this before, but it's a, it, I've checked the date and it's the 24th. Uh, Shang 
Zhu Kang argued new Pacific alliances such as UKAS mean China should, should take a more aggressive stance. He spoke amid a huge expansion of China's nuclear forces with 300 silos thought to be under construction for defence, of course. China has also upgraded its nuclear missiles and bombers in recent years as it asserts authority in the Pacific. China must be ready to use nuclear weapons and should abandon its no first use policy to push back against new alliances forming in the Pacific. It's like, obviously, it's just, it's just ball bravado. Crap. Yeah, exactly. You know, so that they're. Uh, what they're saying is at the moment China China's got a we won't fire first policy, yeah. and this person's saying China should scrap that and have an we will fire first. Well, apparently, China has three hundred twenty warheads at the moment. I mean, if um, every country with nuclear weapons had a no fire first policy, we'd all be cool, wouldn't we? No yeah, one's going to fire first. Well, you, that is it, isn't it? Yeah, because then no one can fire first. No, we can't go. No, yeah. you first. No, you first. I think, like, America's got 3,800 ICB uh, warheads, nuclear warheads, apparently, and China's got 320. I mean, that would... I don't know. You, you, the only way you can win a nuclear war is have a first-use policy and then not fire back, isn't it? But you can't win. It is, you're not going to... Mutually assured destruction, isn't it, regardless, yeah. you know? I suppose you would think... You would think... Right, with America, I know you think they're not going to attack China, but you fucking don't know, do you? Let's be honest. You know I mean, you you wouldn't. I mean, they do just pick on people that literally can't hurt them. You know, it does seem that way. But yeah. you don't know, unless you they know? got like a their anti not... anti ballistic missile system is really good. Yeah. Once they got that, then yeah, anything I mean, goes. They can't invade China, obviously. They no. can't. No, but if they can nuke them without being nuked back, yeah, they'd definitely put it on the it'd be part of the agenda. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Well, I don't know where they're going to get all their um, refrigerators and computers from if they nuke China. Yeah, and they're probably right they'd, right they'd be like, "Oh, we we nuked the world back into the Stone Age, not by destroying the whole world. We just destroyed China, and now we can't get yeah. fuck all." <laughs> Nothing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, I, I, I know it's just like a little story. Um, oh, right, Austrian, saw... isn't it? Oh, no, I know. I got this one. Oh, sorry, yeah, go Which on. I didn't realise, but I'm not used to you the, head, the headline is Central Europe, Europe, Central Europe leaders say migration is not the solution to population decline. Know about the population decline? Of course. Um, Central European leaders signed a joint declaration on Thursday saying immigration should not be the answer to the European Union's declining birth rate while calling on, block, on the bloc to keep family policy under national jurisdiction. Strong anti-immigration stance taken by governments in Central Europe countries such as Hungary, while popular with many domestic voters, have contrasted sharply with policies of the rest of the bloc. Central European countries have also objected to the EU criticism of their policies on social issues, issues such as gay rights. So we know the countries like Hungary with Orban in it, he's pretty anti-gay and yeah. he's a bit right-wing. Increasing numbers of European children is essential to preserving Europe's cult, uh, Christian culture and other religious traditions for future generations, said the statement. Signed by, increasing the number of European children is essential to preserving Europe's Christian culture and other religious traditions for future generations, said the statement signed by the Prime Ministers of Hungary, Poland, Czech Republic, Slovenia and the President of Serbia, which is not an EU member. 
Migration should not be seen as the main tool to tackle demographic changes. Goes on. Um, so basically, they're the it's, pop. It's oh, di it's different hearings. People talk about and um, the popular. Well, I know the population's going down, but there's oh, always got this. population population. Um, the European Union's birth rate has been decreasing since 2000. Eurostat figures show that with a 1.53 live births per woman in 2019, well below the 2.1 mark considered sufficient to prevent a decline in population numbers. The only sustainable solution against the extinction of Europe is to increase the birth rate, uh, Babis told uh, Budapest Democratic, Demographic Summit, where the Central European leaders issued their joint statement. Babis is facing an election of saying. Czech, he's a, no, Czech, yeah, he's Czech. Andrei Andre, Andre Babis is from the Czech Republic. So basically, yeah, European, definitely the Central European countries, their birth rates are going down, so their population's decreasing. They're saying we don't want um, foreigners coming in. We just want people to have more babies. It's that uh, Christian babies. Yeah, more Christian. There, there, there's a bit of a nationalist... Um... Well, I, what they really mean is white Christian babies, don't they? Yeah, yeah, I think so, yeah. Anyway, that's that was a big meeting by the Central European things, which is that's interesting. Yeah. No, in, interesting, yeah. I mean, I I know like worldwide, or certainly European wide, Germany in particular. I well, no, it said European Union. The yeah. the birth rates are falling at, at this rate. I know I don't know what the the year is, but it would be like basically, yeah, extinct. There does come a point where the birth rate drops so much that you know humanity it kept going would be extinct, but. During the was it younger Stryas? Did we not get down to they reckon like twelve thousand people left on the? Oh, uh, when we get down to what is it, half a million? We'll be good. Mm, it's coming, isn't it? It's coming, bro. Things that way. Right, I've got. Um, I don't think most people know that the the uh, population's decreasing. They think it's going up. They, they, yeah, they don't. Which is holds like climate change. The population's going up too much. Yeah, climate change. Yeah, it's getting too hot. It's not. It's the other way. It's going the other way around. Um, yeah, anyway, I've got, I, I came across this, um, it was a, basically a, a Russian video about basically how to remove vaccine poison and see what the spike protein and graphite oxides do to your blood, instant clotting. Basically, is is this um, two and a half minute video and it's someone's just had a vaccine and they get, he gets this, basically this uh, cup, you know, like cupping when they put the plastic cup over to yeah. toxins and stuff. So I don't, obviously I don't know what they're saying, but he gets his cup and it's stuck on there and it's like pulls all the, you know, after just this person's just had the vaccine. Well, I presume, you know, that's what they're saying. He's just had the vaccine to the yeah. cups like that. And it's like really sucking up. You get like a big sort of raised bit. It's red. Yeah. And it's like a little dot where the thing is. And he gets his razor blade and he's um like slicing. Like, I suppose it'd be like bleeding in the, whatever year, you know, yeah. what they call bleeding. So there's loads of these cups. Scarification. Yeah, whatever. Is that what it is? Oh, whatever. Oh, yeah. And, <laughs> and then he gets this other, puts the cup thing back on, sticks to it, and then gets his thing so it sucks it, and it starts sucking all the blood. Sucks it all out. It's like, okay, what's going on there? And it sucks it into this cup, and he pulls it, can't believe what all there, but he like pulls it, like tips it, and the blood, all the blood comes out. And it's fucking jelly. It's, you know, like they're talking about it, the clot. Yeah. It, it's, it's jelly. It's like. Yeah. 
it's I, I was like oh, fucking hell you know like I, I didn't really I didn't know what to expect to see but it's actually it's like this big lump of jelly and it's like nasty and then I, under I got it from a, a, a wrench.com actually the website and then after that they've got a video not on the same website not on the same thing but a separate thing uh, you know tag thing of a video of it's like 1987 of what snake venom does to blood yeah and he'd like to get his cobra and it goes yeah and then they eject it in. it does that same thing turns it to jelly not jelly into like it's like these two bits of liver and it does it did that exact thing i mean obviously i don't know whether this person's had the jab and you know i don't know because i can't i don't know but it just yeah i mean how uh, it was like my first thoughts is how long after he had the jab is this it's got, it's, is it's got to be within 30 minutes apparently Okay, so how long after the jab do you have to sit? That don't they have to? You have to sit around for a while to make sure you don't collapse. Look, look, well, how long is that? Well, maybe, maybe, um, maybe. I'm someone, just, I'm just trying to think. Know. Like, he, after you've had the jab, you can't just go off. Well, not in this country. You can't just wander off. You have to sit around for. I think it's. I think it might be thirty minutes. To make sure you don't fall down and die. It says, have allergic um, reaction to it. How to remove a big portion of the. Uh, the poisonous COVID vaccine injection in the body with cup in this works only up to 30 minutes after the injection. Up well, why are you going to have the injection if you're going to do that straight away? I don't know. It just... Well, so you can get, maybe so you can get the pass. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know either, but I'm just saying that I don't know. What else would create, make, you know, it clot like that? I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Maybe there is. Maybe if you do that, you suck it out of the arm, it clots like that or something. Because blood does clot, doesn't it? I mean, if if your blood done that after they gave you the injection, everyone would be dead. Right. Of... Do, you to share, do you want me to share the video to you now? Do you want to watch it? I don't watch it now, but okay. in the oh, Discord. See it somewhere. You can have a look. Did you look at the... Um... I'm I am very skeptical of... Skeptical. Skeptical. I say skeptical. I'm very skeptical of what you just explained. It sounds really cool and like, oh, wow. But it just... I don't know. Well, I'm only telling you didn't do it. <laughs> you didn't read, do it. Let me read. The cupping method, which a Russian colleague shows here, works only up to 30 minutes after the vaccine. In any other case, cupping is no longer sufficient, but it's surprising how fast the blood clumps due to the vaccination. But it's also clear if you understand the biochemical mechanisms of the functioning of graphene oxides and spike proteins behind it. Again, it is not a virus, it is a bioweapon whose explosive nucleotide is transported via the spike protein using the gene scissors. It says CRISPR, but I didn't think they used that for that. For better transport, nanolipids are used which overcome the blood-brain barrier via the neurolipin 1 receptor. Uh, I don't understand any of that. But that's just what it says on that, and it just says the video of... Yeah, well, I've, I'll have a watch of it, but it just sounds a bit made and up. And then I'll, I'll, I'll link... I'll link, I'll link it, and and then it's got obviously the uh, obviously you must have seen before. Um, where are you gone? Blood turned into jelly, not jelly jam. Oh, fuck, <laughs> blood turned to jam. Was it's it strawberry? Snake, snake venom does. Snake, snake venom. I know. Venom. I know what. Uh, I know what snake venom does. I've often yeah. that's snake venom at people. Awesome. Um, I've got. Have you got anything else? I've got more. No, I've got nothing else. We can move Flying on to microchips. Flying microchips. 
yeah, flying microchips the size of a sand grain could be used for population surveillance. It's neither a bird nor a plane, but a winged microchip as small as a grain of sand that can be carried by the wind as it monitors such things as pollution levels or the spread of airborne diseases. The tiny microflyers, whose development by engineers at Northwestern University was detailed in an article published by Nature this week, are being built as the smallest ever human-made flying structures. So basically, are they really flying? It looks, like, just it looks like that. Flying, they're like, not like mechanically flying, they're just floating. Perhaps if you breathe one in. Oh, here it is. If devices, yeah, you're in trouble. Devices, that's a good point, though. Devices don't have a motor. Engineers were instead inspired by the maple tree's free falling propeller seeds, technically known as Samara fruit. The engineers optimized the aerodynamics of the microflyers so that as these structures fall through the air, the interaction between the air and these wings cause a rotational motion that creates a very stable, slow falling velocity. Um, so basically, it's like, it's not really spying on you. They're saying they could use this technology in the future, maybe to make it so they could put a little fucking camera in there and shove it up your nose or whatever, like um, in a space. No, you know what I mean? So basically, yeah. it's just like like using chaff to see the weather. And then you do that, and then you can do it. You know, um, remember the film uh, Twister? Yeah. Oh, Have yeah, you yeah. seen that? Where they yeah, done the it, thing it, and they released all the bits into the... Yeah, and it was like a spinny... That's right. That's right. Yeah, so, but a smaller version of that. Yeah. So that that was a bit of a yeah. It was just fun. Um, what did I get? Oh, volcano. The news news this week. Yeah. Seen that? Obviously yeah, of the, the, the I've seen it. Not, I wouldn't say I've got anything else, but that's the volcano basically that I think about what well, that that part there that would have broke off originally and destroyed Atlantis, you know, by creating a mega tsunami in the in the um Pacific, Atlantic? Atlantic, isn't Atlantic. it? Yeah. So basically what'll happen if it if it keeps going, keeps building up, building up, it's got a, a rift, a fissure across the island that can break off and basically create a mega tsunami that could hit the east coast of the United States and parts of I think it's other like island, maybe Cornwall, etc. and you know, other various places. But yeah. There's that well it's potential. That's cool. Like, now, but I think it's in the last sort of day. I think it's has been has it been any earthquakes in the last twenty four hours on the island? But it's still going. But it's more sort of fumes and stuff like that. I don't know if that's cool. Is it cool? No, no, I, no. I don't think it, I don't think there's much chance of that happening. Either. Well, it's probably cool that there's not much chance of that happening. Yes. Sort of, come on, bring it on, like you know, like, give us something else to talk about. But no, you obviously don't want. I don't know, millions shit blowing up. Yeah, exactly. It would be, you know, fuck everything up. Um, but actually, uh, it's just popped into my head. I haven't got, I didn't have this news story up on my thing, but they see there was an earthquake in Australia the other day. Yep. Which it was it, um, Melbourne, is that right? I don't know. Right, yeah, I think so. Like 5.6. Yeah, it was where all they, um, where the Australians are really sort of. Sort of fighting back against the uh, restrictions and stuff like that, and they've gone and used their um, earthquake. Um, Did you hear that they're meant to? Um, people are reporting that they got um, PMCs going into there. Yeah, yeah, the private. Um, yeah, it's a predator, isn't it? It's a predator. Um, yeah, and I've seen it. Have you seen the videos? I saw the vi I saw one where some bloke goes up to a car and they come out in all their. They cut. He goes up to the window, and then a couple of people in. Uh, what's Military, military, 
jump out and take him to the floor. Another one sort of marches towards the people with the camera. I don't know, he seems a bit, um, a bit glancy. I don't know. Like he walks towards him and then he, he sort of thinks, oh, fuck, I can't really do anything here. And he, 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 he walks yeah, he, off again. Exactly the one when he, was filming, he was filming them and he's going, what the fuck, we're fucked now. And he's like, I don't give a shit. And, and then they start walking towards him. He's like, uh, and then he goes, oh, fuck this. And then he goes around the corner and they, they kind of, they come uh, up to him and, they, and it's all the big, uh, hus- uh, they basically take the camera off. And there's a big, uh, I haven't seen that. Now this is, someone bloke goes up to a car. And then he like looks in the window and the people jump out of the car and they're uh, in military uniform. They take him to the floor. And then a third one comes and starts walking towards the person with the camera. But I don't know, he's it's all a bit fancy. I think he sort of goes, walks towards them and then he thinks, there's not really much I can fucking do here. And then turns around and, I don't know, it just seems a bit strange. And then you can see police in the background, but I don't know who the fuck these guys are. um, They've got their faces covered and that. There's another one. It's a proper armored vehicle, like black shit, and yeah. um, it just pulls up, and they all jump out. And I think there's some out already, and they chase after these people and get them, and they're whacking them with their guns and putting the boot in and everything. It's like, yeah, I haven't seen that. Well, it's, it's 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 um, yeah, it's not it's not good. I think Australia's got some problems. I don't know if they're trying to. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what 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 I mean seriously. If it's about health and stuff like that, why have they got mercenaries? Uh, for, foreign mercenaries are acting as security on the. Is it because the police refusing to do it now? They're like, oh, we don't give a shit. We'll just get some mercenaries in to do it. Well, because the other day the police, the police, yeah. the police got up in arms because they've been mandated to have the vaccine now, haven't they? All right, so they're like See that, and all oh, their like um, all their unions come out and saying this isn't. We don't believe in this. Yeah, you've been forcing people to yeah. fucking do whatever you told them. Now it's your, your. I'm not saying it's good, but so maybe the police are. Some of them are be like, "Oh, we're gonna leave. We're not, we're not coming. We're not on board with this anymore." Now it's us. Yeah, They're like, oh well, we'll just get some mercenaries into sort. Of shit. I don't there know. I don't know because I've it's like little snippets of stuff so we've, i've got no real full story from anything it could yeah. be it could be anything these could be one incident for all i know the video could be from 10 years ago in some other fucking country yeah. for all yeah. i know well, that... they did look like australian police who had appeared in the background but i don't i don't know yeah. if you're not there you don't know i suppose you only know what people are showing there was one other one and they, the police were coming up to these these guys they were like yeah you don't move on and that you'll have to um you know, you're going to get arrested and stuff. They said, "Well, we're not doing anything wrong." Like, I know. And then they talked to him, and he's like, "The police was like, I'm on them." Um, oh, I saw that. Yeah. I'm, and he's, I'm on, just I'm, following orders, basically. Yeah, is what he said. I, I'm getting paid to do. He said, yeah. "My wife's, you know, losing her job as well. We're not, she, you know, she's not getting any money and stuff like that." And so it's like, "Well, you're part of the problem, then, didn't you? If you're sort of, I mean, I do understand because I'm just following orders. Like, That's all he's yeah. basically what it come down to. Pretty much. Yeah. Exactly. Um, don't cut it, mate. It doesn't cut it. No, it doesn't cut it. All right, I've got, I suppose, one other one. Have you heard of, uh, oh, what's, what's his bloody name? John O'Looney. No. Great name, eh? A funeral director that's come out in the UK. He's uh, getting on some podcasts and stuff and video. Oh, well, I think I did hear a clip of that. Yeah. Nah. He said he went, he went to um, old people's few old people's homes. And like taking yeah. away bodies at the beginning of the pandemic about the miso right. misolosian or whatever it's misolosian, yeah. yeah. That he was um, basically, yeah, they were just giving them 
you know, Midlosium just to pretty much seems like kill them, really. Yeah. Claims they weren't treated and they shouldn't have been doing it. And he's saying when, like, it, when he was there, he's never saw any, there. yeah, he said he's never saw any sort of COVID testing going or anything. No, they were just no saying incubated. these people died of COVID and, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And um, I, do you know what? I actually challenged a, a nurse friend of the family about this. And she said, yeah, it was all right. We, we, we you know, they got them all, got all the um, supplies in and stuff at the beginning because they knew that they'd need it for, you know, end of life care. Yeah. And I, I was like, she said, oh, so you, you think, um, you know, doctors are responsible for that. I was like, well, yeah. I said, you are. I said, if you, if that's happening, then you are responsible, you know, like in certain words, but yeah, so that's um, I think. Oh, and he, he's saying that um, yeah, basically there were no coroners. You need a coroner to certify death, but they were just saying you do it. And he was like, well, I can't, you know, I shouldn't really. It's not what I should yeah. be doing. I'm there to deal with, you know, make sure the body's all right for the family and stuff like that. I'm not a, I don't certify deaths and stuff like that. But the police were saying, well, you know, it's your job to do it or whatever. It's so fucking iffy. But you won't hear that on the news or anything like no, that. No, of course you won't. Disgusting, disgusting. Anyway. Um, I think that's it. Oh, one more. There's a um. Apparently, a large demonstration in London tomorrow against COVID mandates, vaccine mandates, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I'm actually going to London tomorrow. But I wasn't going to that. <laughs> well, actually, to be fair, if I wasn't going to London for something else, I would have been going to that, but. I'll, um, I might, I might, because I know we've got a way of uploading off off the thingy podcast. I might do one from London while I'm there. You can just hey. like, you know what I mean? Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Or I just, you know, record some, drunk on the edge of a yeah, record some police brutality or whatever. But we'll see what's going on. But um, yeah, that's that's everything I have. I don't know. You, are you done? Yeah, I haven't got anything. I only had a couple. I thought we was going to talk about <laughs> reincarnation no, 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 no. more. No, so um, we want to talk about a little bit about reincarnation and how do you feel about it? I feel good. I, I've been reincarnated lots of times. Um, oh, what have you I got? Don't. What have you got? Oh, like mainly sort of what? What is your um sort of stance on it? Like you know, do you think? I have no solid um, belief one way or the other. There's some strange, like, stories of people who appear to recall stuff from the past, but I don't know if that's reincarnation. Yeah, I thought about that. So past life experiences, is past life experiences proof of reincarnation? It could just be, I mean, which is amazing itself, picking up memories and stuff, you know, like from the ether. I mean... You know, that's entirely possible. Is that you mean? Well, I don't know. I suppose is that is that technically reincarnation? If you know what I mean? No. It, 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 I mean no, because reincarnation, no, reincarnation is your soul coming back, isn't it? Actual, or the soul, the actual essence yeah. being taken, one being and then put back in. Yeah. Um, there's from loads of different cultures. There's this is a main. Do you know what? This is a main feature in pretty much every um religious culture apart from christians the muslims 
and the, the Jewish, the you know the Hebrews, but, but they still have certain sects in their organisations that believe in reincarnation. But there are so many um, civilizations, ancient civilizations now, you know, where their beliefs is a belief in reincarnation. It's more prevalent than it isn't. Do you know what I mean? No, it's more, mean. I know. I, know um, I mean, it could have been made up so that people would, you know, it's a bit like a religious thing, you know, for possible for keeping people under control so that they don't just go off the rail and stuff like that because they know that they're going to come back maybe as something else or, you know, you, you go away and then. That's the karma. Yeah, like, yeah, I mean, uh, on, so what, what stories you got? Uh, I've got some stuff to do with different religions, what they who believe in reincarnation, if you want. Yeah, yeah, please. So Hinduism. Hinduism is among the oldest religions in the world, and the majority of Indians' population adhere to it. Hinduism is arguably the most well-known religion that incorporates reincarnation. Like every religion, there is a concept of a supreme being that keeps watch over each person on earth. According to the Hindu afterlife, death is not the end of a person's soul. Instead, it will keep coming back to life in a different form based on the intentions and actions of that soul during their life on earth. Hindus believe that the cycle of life and death is part of a journey that should ultimately lead to the soul to salvation and oneness with God. To achieve this salvation, the soul must rid itself of all selfishness and bad intentions. I suppose it's like sort of getting rid of your ego. Yeah. that sometimes don't they yeah. uh, all good intentions and actions during a soul's consecutive lives will contribute towards its progress exhibiting evil intentions and self selfishness will result in a soul being reborn into an animal with less liberty and intellect to do better although enough cycle after enough cycles a soul should reach ultimate salvation called moksha where the soul unites with the one and is free of the life and death cycle. So in this one, you, you're sort of imagined like, I imagine it's you're sort of going down and as you go, like something down, you're spinning around. And as you go down, it's getting like the, the spins getting smaller and smaller and smaller. So you hit the point right at the bottom. That's when you join with the one. And at that point, you're, you're no longer yourself, are you? Operated as something of part of everything, is that? Yeah, which you always are anyway. This is just like the idea is that you're um you're separate. You've you've separated. I don't know if you've decided to separate to experience individuality or it happened accidentally and you're just trying to get back and reunite, you know, with you with everything. Are you you believe you, that anyway? I don't know. I yeah, I do. I mean well I, I yeah, think when you reunite, because it doesn't explain it, it doesn't say I don't think you're ever separate. You're yeah, but you're separate in as much as you're an individual. Experience is separate. But at some point, you you you're not an individual anymore. You're part of you're just part of the one. You're part of God. Which I think you've you've stipulated before that you don't like the idea of being. You like your individual. You like your ego and your individuality. Um, I do like it. I mean, I don't want to be sucked up by a god. Um, but you nothing. are a god. You're not sucked up by. You're not. You're not. You're not a god because you would no longer be a. You're not a god. You're a yeah, tiny part. You wouldn't do it again because no, that's the point. You don't. Once you join with in Hinduism, once you join with God, you don't get to do it again. Yes, but you. 
That's the ultimate goal. Listen, you are the god. So once you've joined, and then everything joins at the same time, it will just go again. Let's experience individuality again. Maybe it's like a breath. Like you don't go again. There is no again. You're not listening in Hinduism. There is no again. Once you get to that point, you've reached your the end of where you go. You don't get to go again because there is no you. You're God. Yeah. So you are you. You're You're not you anymore. You're God. But you still are. Not you. Because you are. No. You're no longer you at all. You're God. You're always you. No, you're not. Because you're still thinking of individual thing. You're not you at all. You no longer exist. You're part of God. Exactly. Exactly. Just saying exactly doesn't mean anything. I'm not on about... Right. You said you get to go again. You don't get to do anything because you no no, longer exist. No, think about it like God joined, like everyone joined that dot became part you know got absorbed you don't become part of god you are god you are god yeah exactly you're no longer you at all let me explain it try and listen in your head and your eyes or whatever and then so like think about it like breathe like this now is breathing out so we've gone out breathing in so everyone ends up back into god and then they just breathe out again and just experience. No, that's not yeah. what it says. Yeah, no, but that's what I'm saying. Because the the cycle going down, you make you experience different lives on the way to God, and after that, you don't. You're just God. You don't, I don't know what their God experience is, and whether how much control. I don't. I was trying to. I suppose I'm. I'm trying to explain think, what I. Where I, I mean, there might be. There's. There's different. Right. That's one. That's like Hinduism, where you eventually become one with God. And you are no longer, you you just are God. There is no you thing. We've got, um, on it, Jainism. Similar to Hinduism, Jainism is is another commonly practiced religion in Central Asian region. However, the concept of life after death in Jainism differs slightly. The word soul in Jainism is called jiva. It is believed that every jiva is immortal and cycles through millions of cycles of life and death known as samsara. Jains believe a soul is responsible for its own life and death through the consequences of its actions. Skulls, souls, skulls, souls can be good or bad and regress or move forward based on their karma. After enough lives, souls may be liberated, reaching a stage beyond mos- moksha, which is the same as Hinduism. Liberated souls are known as Siddhas. Siddhas are the only souls that are truly free from the cycle of reincarnation. Siddhas are believed to be the epitome of perfection. They can never be destroyed and are seen as godlike. They do not, however, have powers to interfere in the living world. Unfortunately, not every jiva can escape the cycle of reincarnation and achieve the state of Siddhas. In Jainism, non-liberated souls are separated into the following categories with heretical numbers of senses. Uh, Ekadriya souls, one sense, such as plants and vegetables. Uh, Bindira souls, second senses, such as worms. Tridira souls, three senses. Uh, Churindira souls, four senses. Pankridira souls, five senses. 
But that difference because in that you don't go down and become one with God. When you when you reach a siddha, you're a, a different. You're like a perfect. You're a perfect being. You can't interfere. You're just I don't know, watching things. You can't interfere in the living world. You're not. You're not actually a god. Or you're not joined with God. You are. You're still separate, but you're perfect. We're perfect anyway, brother. You are perfect. We're really not. What do you think? The what do you think? Like what? But, well, like say if you got say that with that with that part when you get you incarnate say as a like a worm. Yeah. Your worm's just a worm. It's not like a worm can be a bad worm or good worm. It's just a worm. Yeah. So it's not, I mean, and then the experience is just of being a worm. It's not like a bad experience. So it's not like it's any less than being a human. Oh, it's no. just experience. Do you know what I mean? It's like, and I'm just talking, you know, like from, you're trying to understand their idea of being, like, they sound like a worm is less than a human. I know, like, some people go, well, a worm is less than a human. Not for, if you're, if you're experiencing a worm as a worm, then you're just experiencing a worm. It's just experience. Do you know what I mean? Same as a butterfly or a daffodil. Yeah. It's not, there's no, it's not like a worse thing or a better it's, thing. It's based on karma. So if you're really shitty, you're a really shitty human as, you know, your karma's fucked. You end up as a flower. And then you might have reincarnate as a flower for a hundred years, different flowers before you've, I don't know. Or being a flower. I want to be a people don't want to be a flower you're not the goal isn't it? you've got one sense you're one sense of a flower the point is you're you're maybe they're connected to so many so many i know i've just said like i don't but the thing again it's because flowers are the the towering intellects of the planet aren't they and they're you know i think doing shit well maybe they have but i don't think they're as oh what was this word that you've used before when you think when you say about humans being uh thinking they're all powerful and all that stuff no that's human um i've forgotten what i said now human something i don't think humans are better than flowers i'd much prefer be a human than a flower how do you know i don't think i I don't know maybe i do know would would you rather be human well obviously you'd rather be human than anything but i mean like to experience being an eagle sort of flying or a dolphin. Yeah, but an eagle's got five oh, senses. An eagle's got five senses, hasn't it? That's on the same the same scale. It's a pandricidria, however you pronounce it. It's got five got senses. Five senses, though, haven't we? Well, maybe. Right, Buddhism. Teachings of Buddhism also hold to the concept of reincarnation. They believed a second life is merely the outcome of a life lived previously. A person who does not live his life according to the Buddhist teachings of selfless, selflessness and self-control will end up being reborn as an animal. In contemporary times, thoughts are changing with regard to the Buddhist afterlife and the concept of rebirth as an animal isn't as widely held to. Buddhist scholars and writers do accept that karma is based on the thoughts and deeds of each person. Rebirth takes place based on the deeds accomplished during one's life but the soul or essence of a person may not reincarnate as another being or animal. Rebirth takes, hold on. Rebirth takes place based on the deeds of company in one's life, but the soul or essence of a 
Let's just read that again. Rebirth can take place in six realms that may or may not include living on Earth. Each soul continues the cycle of rebirth until they are free from desire and self-focused ideals, reaching a state of oneness with the universe. So, basically, if you like all the earthly pleasures again and all that, then you're going to stay here forever. Yes. Is that, is that the point? Well, Pretty much. Isn't it? The thing is, it reaching a stateness of oneness with the universe, that's very similar to Hinduism with oneness with God. It could be almost the same. Yeah, you're, going, you're, coming, back, you're coming back to God. But I think it's like the fallen angels, isn't it? Or, you, you know, what is? It's like the separation of uh, like uh, humans being, Adam and Eve being cast out the um, Garden of Eden kind of thing, isn't it? Oh, okay. So, yeah. Like, so their karma's got fucked. So that to. Yeah bugger off somewhere else until they learn better to get back into eden yeah so it's that that you know that sort of similar kind of thing i don't see um i know i always think i don't i don't see that there's bad things and good things obviously there is because i think we've definitely talked about this before i don't but it's only how we judge stuff you know how did why why do we think we can judge stuff the way the universe judges stuff do you know what i mean or the way a a, a greater being with a god would judge things why do you know what i mean we're, we're in the we're in the material um plane yeah you know? so stuff that we do in the material plane is what we should be doing you know like we lust and we eat food and we fight and we have anger and, you know we've got all those stuff we're not we're not gods so we don't have the concept of god and the universe you know so we're we're trying to use our concepts of good and bad and evil as no because it's to do with judge. um I, i'm thinking from a big you know like an actual from a you know not just a human no, it's to do with selflessness selflessness and self-control right that's what it's about it's I don't know if it, what, if I don't even what, if good and bad's part of it. That's it. I never I never get the I never get the um I don't get why would you be given like if it, if let's say we, the universe was created by God, you know whatever universal mind for us to experience that all this stuff. Why would it be selfish to eat all the food and not go hungry? Because you'd you make know, someone else go hungry. You're not making someone else go hungry. You're not doing it. They're going hungry. You're not doing. You're not because well, they didn't eat hungry. the food first. What? Well, so you or, have to fight for the food now. Aren't you share the food? Exactly. Isn't that what yeah, you meant? Not, well, that's what you meant to do then. Share the food. But you're doing it out of um. You're only doing it because selflessness. You, you, no, no, no. If you if you if you believe in reincarnation and the karma aspect, if you're only giving them the food to help your karma you're not you're, you're giving them the food because it's the right thing to do no but if you believe in the the, the you know if you're um into the all of this and you're no. doing it because no, you're not just because you it. believe you believe in it so therefore you're giving them the food because it's the right thing to do you're not doing it because you want to get into like christians in the old days would give lots of stuff to the church and the church go yeah you can come into heaven now lots of money to the church like they paid enough i've, I've locked off like yeah 
bounce on people's shoulder. heads and I'm an arsehole and I've, you know, and then when I get near my death, I like donate all this stuff to the church and show up like, yeah, you're a good bloke. You can, you know, you get your name on the, put on the church wall and you can go into heaven. It's not like that because the person knows that you can't buy your way into heaven with gold. It doesn't, well, maybe you can, maybe you can in the Christian because I think Christian heaven sort of sound that way. But, but the, in this, no, that's Catholicism. Whatever. In the old days, you used to be able to buy your way in, no matter what shit you done. Well, even Catholicism, and if you, it's a little bit like buying your way in. You should be able to. Why no, should you not be allowed anyway? Because it's not. You're not doing it because you're you're doing it to get in there. You're doing it because it's the right thing to do. In there's a difference. There's a subtle difference what, what, there. What, what what's the point of the exclusion in the first place? What is the point of exclusion in the first place? It's to do with you start here, it's you to do start with there. purification of your of the soul, isn't it? That's what it's about. I mean, it's, Get rid well, of your ego. Anyway. No, yeah, but that's your I'm talking about their belief. You can yeah, make you can say, Oh, your your soul's pure anyway. But they believe think what they're going through is cycles of um it's purificating it. I'm not saying to that I'm just saying I'm just you know oh, uh, it's in different to you you're like oh this doesn't make any sense because your soul's pure anyway i'm not saying i don't think they're saying the soul's not pure but they're they're like in a learning process where they get rid of their ego and they you know they they're being self selfless they're giving up shit to other people who need it and in return if everyone everybody in the world done that yeah it would be a much better place oh 100 percent, yeah oh, that's what they're working but that's that's the whole point behind it and if everyone and does it, that, it, then everyone will move on and go and think it's all just um, come one with you. Yeah, put there to, um, you know, sort of again to control people and make people sort of behave as opposed to. Not sure it's about behaving, though, is it? Well, of course it's about is. behaving. Like, well, because you're being nice and you should be nice, but, you know, it should that should be a human thing anyway, like, you know. Um. Or is it there as is it there as a punishment as opposed to a it's, it's like a well actually is it's reward and punishment isn't it hey. in in a way a like, lot of people on podcasts and stuff talk about you know it's a spiritual something on we're going through a spiritual war at the moment yeah I agree yeah I'm, so, not, I'm not disagreeing with any of it I'm just saying like no I'm, 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 I'm trying to order my thoughts here going through a spiritual war and you know at a big awakening perhaps you know buddhism and the other ones are talking about ultimately getting your soul to join and become one with the universe isn't that a goal to strive to yeah of course it is so it's just a way to do it is it the selflessness and that you're saying you're basically saying that's a, a control mechanism so it's not the way to get to the one with the universe it probably is the way to get to the one with you. Yeah, so it's not a control mechanism. It's the truth. Yeah, because the more um, things, the more, the more... But yet you 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 question that because you your soul is pure already. I'm just... I'm best questioning it because you were supposed to question stuff, you know, science and yeah. religion and spiritual, you're supposed to question it. But um, I just shouted in my head and brainy leaves my train of thought. Oh, for fuck's sake, that's really annoying. Again, although Buddhism doesn't mention anything about your soul being impure or whatever, it's just a, a way of that was my interpretation. It's like each of the in each of the ones I've just said, it's like a cycle where each time you, you know, you increase your karma, your karma can only increase if to me it seems like if you're more 
your soul is more pure than it. Soul? I don't know if that's right. But actions are pure. Shit. But yeah, that shines light on your soul. When you do um, the, the more I would say, the more um, physical things you do on Earth, the more you're into the physical stuff, 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 stuff. You know, the more stuck to the stuff you get, the more and the more um, pulled away. I mean, I don't, I, I sort of think, what do I want? And I'm like, I don't want anything. I know, I, I, you know, you want to eat food and stuff like that. It'd be nice to, blah, you know, win the lottery just because I, fucking, I don't even know why. But um, they'd have to go and work. Well, yeah, I suppose. But then I just mean, the more, the more you into stuff, the less you are into spiritual stuff generally. You know, the more you get attached to. I know, don't agree with that. I think the more you meditate, et cetera, et cetera, the less you feel inclined to want stuff, things, physical stuff, in my experience or my. But you're obviously allowed to, you know, not agree. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. I do agree with you a bit there. You know, I was thinking it. Different. And a lot of people, a lot of people that uh, want stuff that I want this and I want that, think that right. Basically, there's a something missing inside them. I don't know if it's a spiritual thing, but there's something missing, and they're not happy. And they think by getting stuff, they're going to be happy, and they never, they're never happy. You know, they never feel fulfilled. They'd only probably feel fulfilled if they looked inside. You know, to I'll say God, and even that doesn't make necessarily make people happy, but that. You, you almost would never get permanently happy by filling your hole with things, <laughs> you know. You, you <laughs> yeah. get it from other sources. Or a whole field. Yeah, you know, from just re the realisation that you're part of something else. Yes. You, know, you don't need all... a shitload of stuff. To... No. no you need to and if you're anywhere. seeking that shitload of stuff, you, you, you're never going to be happy if you're unhappy. If you're unhappy, it's, it's because of some other reason. I know it's like... In, again, that's in my no, opinion. but couldn't so, I'll be happy with this and that, but not really. But lots of people can feel happy by looking for stuff. I would, yeah, no, they think they think yeah. you're telling them what they think, are you? Well, I'm just saying it's my opinion, so I mean, that doesn't mean I'm right, but it does seem that way. People, a lot of people, are, uh, you're it does seem that way. Yeah, you know, people get caught up in lots of pointless shit, is what you're saying. I mean, I've got, I got a guitar behind me, I like playing that guitar, but it would be better if i had a gibson that sounded better that's it <laughs> it would i know so i suppose that's like money you want money to get your you know that, that'd be me my little bit of whatever you know you, you i've like heard you, I've heard you play i'm not sure a better guitar is going to yeah. make a difference no you're not but it's not you know i've just um i don't know you know, some stuff can make your life more comfortable we want your life to be more comfortable people who can constantly trying to fill their lives with stuff not going to be happy in my opinion i don't think so you know but i mean no one wants an empty belly but what happens if the um if their selflessness perhaps if their pursuit of stuff doesn't affect anybody else it's really about your own well, okay. I suppose uh, it says selflessness and self-control, so self-control would be not going after stuff. I, I suppose I, I'm really Maybe. kind of 
I suppose it come off when we said talk about reincarnation. It's gone on to it doesn't really matter because we're talking about whatever. But um, I suppose I of it. from a from a, a a different aspect, I suppose. What aspect? Um, that you wouldn't, if you're more content in yourself, you won't necessarily fuck with other people's karma or your own karma because you won't be needing the excitement. Yeah. You know, like the all that imbalance of stuff. So maybe like distracting yourself, this distracted. Yeah, but I'm, what I was trying to say is like selflessness. You were pursuing that stuff, but you weren't affecting anybody else. Does it matter how much you pursue? No, you're just going to say you're not no, happy. Well, no, I mean, it doesn't could matter. you be? Could you be selflessly? I don't know. I don't know whether that would work. Well, let's say you're the only person. Just asking a question. Let's say you're the only person on the planet. Are you going to be pretty unhappy? The only person in the universe. Still going to be unhappy. Not sure Making it know. bigger doesn't make it better. And all you do, you're not affecting anybody else. You're just affecting yourself, but you just want stuff. Just going after. Is it the pursuit of things or the pursuit of um, entertaining yourself? What I don't think about? that's the point. I think you're missing it. I think you're missing the point. Oh, I probably am. I think it's to do with the effect on other people as well, not you know, in a vacuum. No, that's fair enough. Because that's what I'm saying. If you could do it without having an impact on like a detrimental impact on anybody else then maybe it wouldn't you would get karma from it i don't know why but when i've heard on a lot of people with their near-death experiences they talk about a life review and it's like um you don't it's not just looking at you through your eyes you look at everything you experience everything through everybody that you've had interaction with as well through their point of view of you what you know whether you've made them sad yeah i've heard that you're not, you, you may not have necessarily made them sad but you're what you've done is made them sad so you experience every single you know uh, uh, so it is so even from that sort of point of view even if it's maybe not to do with reincarnation you know what i'm gonna say that's a dumb idea and it's called it's a what dumb idea well it's it's just of what people have experienced so Maybe yeah, because people are people are different, and you can say one thing to one person and another to another, and one person will be really yeah. upset. Well, why is it the point? It's not really, you weren't necessarily yeah. It's not you're not being judged that you did anything wrong. Why you just experience it from why? their point of view? Well, because it's all about experience. Everything's about experience. You that's why I'm saying to you that I don't think there's wrong stuff and right stuff. Although from our perspective and bad things happen obviously it is and it's not very nice at all you don't want it to happen but it's all about experiencing from here to here and all different you know points of view and all that stuff and so everyone, everyone's build up of forever is the whole of so everybody what's going on now where no one can say anything about anything is right just in case you upset someone and you have a life review where some precious person got upset so if we don't upset anybody or say anything any time, then that would yeah, be much better for everybody. It's not that you don't, you do offend. The thing is you do, that's the thing, isn't it? No, but we're, we're trying to get towards, yeah, but they're trying to push a society where that doesn't happen, where you can't say, where everybody is acceptable of all the stuff that you're allowed to say and all the stuff you can't as will be purged. People won't even think of that. So 
So they, is that what they're tr- they're actually trying to get us to have like an excellent life with you? So, so they're actually oh, it's all for our good. Is it? Yeah, it's all for our own good. Is that what you're trying to say? I'm not. Then I'm the life review thing all... doesn't work. It's, it doesn't. It doesn't well, work. It is, right? No, it falls down and doesn't work. Because... No, well, I don't know. You don't like it, all right? No, you don't. I don't, I don't, I don't like it. Anyway, I don't like it. Next one is um, Sikhism. Sikhs followed the teachings of, I'm going to murder this name, Weguru. For Sikhs, the ultimate escape, Mukti, again, is the only achievable, is only achievable when they unite with God in the cycle of reincarnation. For Sikhs, the process of reincarnation is a long series of births and deaths based on the principles of karma. A person with good deeds will be reborn as a better person, while a person with a past life of bad deeds will lead thing, a yeah. miserable life after being reborn. Huh? This is very similar, isn't it? Yeah, but so this one, one, this one, they don't talk about um, like you're not going back to an animal, you're just a person. So if you were a shitty person in your life before, you'll be reborn as a, like a, someone who has to go begging and stuff. What about Mukti getting liberation? Yeah. From the- and the Sikh afterlife is believed that rebirth increases their chance of reuniting with God as they certainly belong to him and God lives in them. They reunite with God when he is happy with them, so the chain of suffering and reincarnation is broken. So in this one, the this one God decides when they rejoin with him. Whereas the others was like a process of self almost self awareness, where this one if if God decides when they rejoin with him, doesn't it mean that they are part of him anyway? Oh, I'm, I don't think no, they're, they're saying they're not. They're, so they're technically deciding whether they join with him as well. That's just a, No, it's not. They're it not is. part. I mean, that's you saying, oh, we're all joined and connected. You're, you're bringing your own, oh, own beliefs and perceptions and no. overlaying them onto this. Yeah, of course you are. It stands to reason because if they were part of God... Anyway, yeah, but that's not for you to God say to stand to reason. This is not what they're saying. Well, I'm right. Okay. God, anyway, I know we're talking about all different. Yeah. So in that one, in Sikhism, it's God's like God is a a powerful, well, a force that decides you know, when he's happy with how they've lived their lives, he'll let them come and join back up with him, or he'll break the cycle of reincarnation. I don't know where they where they join back with him. All right, last one I got here is um, Kabbalah, Judaism. Jewish con- concept of reincarnation is divided depending on the school of thought. The only movement of Judaism that adheres to a form of reincarnation is Kabbalah movement. Kabbalist beliefs of reincarnation uh, beliefs of reincarnation suggest that the soul in a person's body once resided in another person's body in the past. Three types of reincarnation are mentioned in this Kabbalah literature, including Gilgu, Ibur, and your book. I'm sure I murdered names. Yoga rev- revolves around the concept of transmigration, where a soul that was once part of a body is sent down to earth to reside in another body. Ibur suggests that a soul descends from heaven to assist a body on earth, and Dibuk suggests that a guilty soul comes down to earth to find rest. Okay, that's the least enlightening thing I've read. <laughs> 
So those oh. are the, like the major religions that believe in reincarnation. Well, I got it. Like Hinduism, Jainism, and Buddhism are. Is it, I said, mate. Well, I don't know. They're not on the list. Do they believe it's in reincarnation? The whole point of it, isn't it? Um, past reincarnation usually turned past lives and key part of the principles and practice of the Church of Scientology. Um, yeah, basically, the idea is that they, they're from um, a different planet, I believe, and they're being reincarnated. Oh, yeah, they've, they've got a site today. They sign the when they join Scientology, you sign a billion year contract because you know you're going to be reincarnated for that, that sort of length of time, etc. Um, I think that there's been a lot of other sort of religions and stuff that are believed in. What about Islam? I don't think they have it. Is, yeah, I believe they do. Tell me then. Um, like Christians generally don't believe in reincarnation in the same... No, because they all go to heaven, don't they? Or they go... Actually, I don't know much about Islam. Where the hell do they go? The hell. I mean, they got a yeah, heaven and hell concept as well. Pretty much, yeah. I'm sure there's a there's a sect of um, the Islam that believes in reincarnation. Maybe wrong. I think actually they just persecuted the fuck out of really people who believed in reincarnation when they were, you know, sort of up and coming, etc. Well, the Christians did. Yeah, no, they did as well. Yeah, and still, you know, more or less, sort of do. It's not like a sort of a thing that you should believe in. I don't know, bro. I don't know. What do you think about it? I said earlier, I don't, I don't I mean, really believe. I don't know because I have no experience of knowing anyone who said they've been reincarnated. Yeah, no. Hey, you, you get the stories of um, past lives, but I'm not sure that's the same thing as being. It, it, that doesn't mean that does. That's not proof your soul has returned. That's just proof you've got knowledge of a previous something what if um i don't even know if there is a soul yeah i mean the idea is that you you i've, I've said this before as well that that you you die you leave this thing you go off to wherever the next place and then you meet up again with your soul group and then you go oh let's all go and go back to that place and learn some more lessons and you be my brother and i'll be your i don't know your murderer and you know all that that yeah. stuff and then you learn all different stuff and that. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't really want to come back as a worm again. That was Be a better person then. <laughs> it's that simple, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. I mean, most people, well, what do you think the Illuminati believe? I haven't got a clue. I think, I think that they know They only have to do a certain thing and they can come back reincarnated with the power and stuff again on this world. I think that's part of their sort of belief. You know, when they're all like behind that, it's because they've been illuminated. This is what it is. You know, they can come back as the rock star, the blah, 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 you know, the politician, the king, and they just keep getting that. They keep getting to be reincarnated in. I know you said that before, but I maybe they've like they're they're you know they're literally they're they're 
No. no. I'm going to say no. Otherwise, they wouldn't be pushing for transhumanism. Trying uh, to live forever in a... Huh? Yeah. 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 So no, why would they, point. if they can know they're going to come back and can control the soul, they come back as or whatever. Then why would they bother doing that? Right. I don't know. But well, I do. This would tell, this would tell us what reincarnation is. A I don't know. I'm at, you going there already? I've yeah, got. I've got twelve signs. Your soul has has reincarnated. Got okay. Uh, reoccurring dreams. Who, who's this by? I don't know, some people. Okay. This is from the... Um, who cares? It's a thing. Right. Some spiritual website. Uh, I've got re, re, number one, reoccurring dreams. Dreams were a reflection of the unconscious mind. And while repetitive dreams may sometimes signify trauma, fear or issues that your brain is trying to process... Repetitive dreams can also potentially be reflections of past life experiences. Many people claim to have experienced certain events, seen particular people or gone to specific places frequently in their dreams that feel very familiar and somehow recognisable. For example, this is a person who's writing this then, I've often have reoccurring dreams of a 15th century castle that I have distinct feeling of knowing very well, yet I have never seen or been to this castle before in waking life. Is that a dream? I've got, Do they like... I've, I've got a place. Go there's a big, there's a big house. I had this dream, and it was like um, eighteenth, I suppose eighteenth century. You know, like Elizabeth, Elizabethan. I had this dream, and it sticks yeah. in my head. And every time I see That's these not... big houses, like Osborne House and stuff like that, I'm trying. I can still see it in my head now. There's this big house that I was in in the dream. You know, of all the uh, gold gilded um, photo frames and everything like that. You know, talking about that, there's, there's. There's a place that I've been to in my dream that I had a yeah. particular dream about, and it, it felt like, among other dreams I've had, but it felt very much like I'd been there. Do you know what I mean? Past life so experience. I, I, it, it, there's there's one there. Yeah, there's definitely one big like Elizabethan house or etc. In particular, don't know where it is. Don't know what it is. I don't know what it's in. You know what I was in relation to, but it's definitely I've got one. I would say yeah, one. You anything apart from aliens? I haven't had anything like that. Maybe my reoccurring dream is fighting demons. Is past life experience. Um, my wife Jamie, she says that she feels out of, out out of place and that she um she uh felt I think it was like a a lady in waiting to one of the English queens. I think she felt you know like in. Elizabethan times or something like that around that sort of time oh. felt she had an affinity with that I don't know she just felt that interesting yeah like I mean, a strong that. feeling of that right number two out of place memories there are many recorded instances of young children who have out of place memories that later prove to be oddly accurate in detail while out of place memories could be due to simple fantasies misunderstandings or an uh, incro Durancy in the ability to remember, there is mounting evidence that suggests out-of-place memories could reveal connections to past lives. I mean, that's most of the stories you get, isn't it? Children saying stuff. Being fight pilots and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. which, you know, like how the hell would they know that? Mm, very, very interesting. I, I've got no... I've got, I've got nothing there. No, I've got, I've got no 
say I don't I don't think I had a past life in that sense if I did I it was quite... if it did I was I was I was nobody and like working have... yeah somewhere that made no difference to anybody again referring to a dream it was um, a lucid dream where I was in a it was like a Italian house but you know like Sicilian house or something like that and I just yeah. remember being lucid I'm lucid looking in the mirror of me being like a face a soprano you know like Italian soprano yeah I don't, I don't mean a singer no, no I know what no. you mean gangster so I did think after I woke up then I thought good that fella. seemed quite yeah good fellow like but I was like 70s 80s no it'd have to be earlier than the 70s because because she was alive uh, exactly yeah so <laughs> I mean, maybe you can have two I don't know be... anyway maybe yeah, maybe that was just a dream got that got the Elizabethan house and I do have that and I've also had um I've had very very particular one i know they talk about people talked about being on other planets and stuff like that you may not have like read that but um i was on this planet and it was all very uh sort of mad maxi but darker and colder more like terminator and i i experienced that when it felt like i was really there like on the planet I know that sounds really, really weird. I don't know how to explain it. It didn't seem like a dream. I just remember being like this, like this stairwell, like hiding in this stairwell, and there were other people there. And it was like this planet, and it was all dark. And, yeah, I'm gonna. It, it, when I I'm gonna up, go with dream. Like, all right, it felt like really sort of being there. Okay, you know, number like, number three. You have a strong intuition. Intuition is the ability to balance the conscious and unconscious mind and to tap into deeper wellspring of primal wisdom and innate knowledge. I mean, you're like, oh, that's me. It is said that the more, hold on, the more we uh, soulfully mature, the more we are closer to returning to the source, known also as Nirvana, Eternity, Oneness, which is all the principles we said from the previous religions. Return to the source from which our souls come from and from which the collective unconsciousness, a body of universal knowledge exists, which is God, isn't it, I suppose? Yeah. Um, I'm very intuitive with all that. You stuff. must, all this stuff, you must have had oh, a past no. life. You must be reincarnated. You know, what you said before about being a soprano or being yeah. a gangster, yeah. good fella, mafia. Um, yeah. You could potentially be, could potentially be both at the same time. Because if time yeah. doesn't exist, then you could exist. Exactly. Still there, I could be. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, getting no, really crazy yeah. now. Right, deja vu. We all experience deja vu before at some point in our lives. It is a bizarre feeling that somehow we have already experienced or lived a moment in time before. Often deja vu comes spontaneously and triggered by smells, sounds, sights, tastes and various other sensations. Oh, the freaking time. While some... Do you get it a lot? God, yeah. I haven't had deja vu in years. While oh, some yeah, claim like... that deja vu is a neurological dissidence, others claim that deja vu reflects the possibility of other dimensions, i.e. parallel universes, and still others believe it is revealing of past life experiences. Mm, you see, I think it, that's yeah, a bit of a stretch, that one. I think it's um, it's like you when I have the deja vu, it's like you've lived this life before and it's going I, ground on possible. I could see the parallel universes, but I don't know about past is lives. Is it possible that you... I mean... Like, like time's not linear and you can live past lives so technically you could live this life over and over again couldn't you forever I just to keep learning different lessons i mean it's potentially possible. i don't know I, this I is 
Number five, you're an empath. Empaths absorb emotions and in some instances the physical pains of those around them literally emphasizing or directly feeling and experiencing what others experience. Uh, something. While identifying as an empath and absorbing the emotions of others could be seen in some instances as a psychological form of avoidance to bypass one's own problems and pin the blame on others, in other genuine cases it can be seen as a sign of a soul that has undergone many previous reincarnations and has refined to the point of transcending transcending not transcending transcending the individual self and its problems extending to others as well yeah I've, yes yes i've got i've heard that but i'd hate it when people go oh i'm an empath i don't like empaths don't like people's pain and all that shit you know you get them stupid memes on facebook i think fuck off <laughs> things I think I have, are, most memes i think fuck off you, you must be you can thing is you get that thing you can walk into a room and you can get there's an atmosphere you can pick the atmosphere up i think i think it's anyone can do that like that time you walked into that black church when the people were doing the service and you had your black face on yeah. you you got some bad vibes yeah no you know what i mean you you you, you can like when your missus is like angry with you you can feel that anger you know yeah well of course that's, you know because you know you've done something stupid no yeah that's the reason on. no yeah but that's the reason you know yeah, but you, if uh, you can feel the look. Come on, man, go with it. You can feel. You must be able to feel. And you know, you feel... forgot her birthday. All right, I'll give you that one. <laughs> Did you do that? No, I haven't. Yeah. I think everyone can do that. Right. So. Number six, precognition, also known as future sight or second sight. Precognition is the ability to obtain information about future events that isn't usually available. Precognition can be experienced through visions, physical sensations and feelings, as I, well as in I dreams. Which can? Can I? Sorry, do you know this book, like nineteen eighty four? Yeah. Like, there was a something. There was something that happened in night. The book nineteen eighty four. Right. He was given a note, which said, "I love you" on it. And it was really strange because I got a note like that in school, right? It's, it was just it was just strange because I'm doing my deliveries, and it's at that point that, that happened. I was like, oh, I remember that happening. Like, you know, it was like, and I was like, why didn't? And then I thought, oh, why didn't I react better and like take advantage? You know what I mean? Like when I was like younger and like I was like 15 or whatever. Um, then I looked at the book, the uh, the delivery. And it was like Mr. Smith, who's the character from Night Night Four. And I was like, you know, so I just, that's something I needed to do. It's the Matrix, so man. It's the Matrix. It was like, yeah, well, anyway, with you. carry on with what you're doing. Sorry, apologize. Well, considered yeah. quasi scientific by some, to other, precognition is the very, very real experience and could indicate the maturation of soulful energy. So saying, if you've got precognition, then it's because you've been through multiple lives, so you're more refined. Yeah, Your energies are more refined. Much to do with that empathy thing. But also, you, I don't like old old souls and new souls and stuff like that. Everyone's infinitely immortal, and everyone's another soul. So, unless you're wrong, in my, in my opinion. Okay. Retrocognition. You probably guessed it. Retrocognition is the opposite of the above precognition. And refers to the ability to obtain information not usually available about past events. 
These past events could be in your own lifetime or sometimes in the distant past, of course. Retrocognition, unlike precognition, is not easy to prove or verify. However, uh, for those who have genuinely experienced it and have been able to honestly verify it, this ability could also be the sign of soulful reincarnation. So that's... That mean? What, retrocognition? It's basically, you yeah. know when people remember shit from the past, it's like, oh yes, like you say, I was a fighter pilot and... Oh, that? Oh, I've got none yeah. of that. Apart from that, the, the dream with the big house and the, the mafia thing, and the, the, on a different planet. Um, you feel, right, this one, number eight, you feel older than your age reflects. Some people are perpetually young at heart, even into their later lives and in the same manner. Some people just seem to have been born with old souls. The experience of feeling older when it than your age reflects is commonly associated with having reincarnated many times over and this is echoed in the soul age theory where there is a certain progression of soulful development from infant souls to awakened souls for example if you reincarnated few times on earth this will be reflected in the age of your energy and in this life you will display many primitive and childlike characteristics if however your soulful energy is reincarnated many times over you will display many matured and wizened characteristics, such as the ones mentioned in this article. If you feel older than your age reflects, you might be a mature or old soul. Hasn't everyone? What? Isn't the point, isn't the point everyone's reincarnated and have to do it over and over again? Isn't everyone well, I think, I think the point is some people have been reincarnated more than others. That's some people fuck up a lot more than others. Not good for uh, What do you mean by fuck up? Well, because they have to keep coming back. I suppose that all depends on your um, what avenue you're going for about souls. Well, I did think, right? People, people like they're like, yeah, I did think this because it's like people that are spiritual. They're all like, oh, I've got a guide and all that stuff. It's like really good. I'm more advanced spiritual. I'm thinking not really because you've got a guide because you're spats. <laughs> yeah, you need more help. Yeah, exactly. You've got you, you know that you need that in case you like fall over and you fuck up spiritually because. I no, did, isn't it about? Isn't it meant to be sort of everyone's got a guide, but only if you're more advanced, you'll be able to tap into it. Isn't that no, the point of it? That's the point. But I think it doesn't necessarily mean that's true. It might just be that you're more aware because they're more around you because they're like oh, shit. The fuck, you know what I mean? Maybe. Yeah, I. Yeah, maybe. Very, I'm, I'm very negative of all this shit, aren't it's you? Not negative. I'm just like. But you would think going down this like old soul thing. I don't think it means that you're um, necessarily fucked up i think the old well maybe the old soul thing is like your soul's advancing so it's maturing more like you, you could potentially like soul wise say there was like a timeline you could have the same age soul as someone else but yours isn't a matured enough because every time you come back you're just a dickhead or you choose because this is supposed to be very difficult this um, earthly plane so you choose to come back here a lot because you advanced more on a soul plane because you're choosing to come back here and you learn a lot being here. But, you know, that that's I'm gonna go positive there, say that, you know, that's why you're an old soul. But when I was younger, I've told before, people have said did used to say to me, uh, you look like an old man. Yeah. <laughs> when I pick it up on my old energy, was it just because I look like an old man? <laughs> just look like an old man. <laughs> oh, you've got an old soul. You're so advanced. Right, number nine, you have a great affinity for certain cultures, time periods, environments, which is basically what you, I don't know. If, I think it goes to like the house thing, doesn't it? You got an affinity for... Greece? That, no. Oh, the house. You said the house. 
Well, not really. You haven't really, have you? You're not that bothered about that time period. No, anyway, let me read it. Then you can have, have a think. It said that having a great unexplained attraction for a certain cultures or time periods is a kind of past life residue, reminiscent of a certain place, culture or environment that your soul may have experienced in the past. For instance, you may have an ex inexplicable affinity for Asian culture, Celtic artifacts or, 19th, or the 19th century. So, Greece, only because it's fucking stunning when you go there. Is that but, it? I mean, I love um, Greece, everything. I like a Napoleon. Napoleonic places. I love the. I love. Um, I've got another dream. Um, I was a um, Norse on a boat on a Viking boat. And I drowned. I got stuck in like the bilge or something like that. And drowned. I've had that. Um, <laughs> oh shit! Viking was you. I drowned I on my boat. You didn't even I fall did. in the water. No, I just remember got like and then drowning. So I've had the. Um, wow. The was you drunk? Thing. Know, was you on your own? Because obviously no one liked you. You must have been a knob. Well, you come back after that life. Oh, come on. You're on a boat and you drowned in the bilge and they left you to drown. Well, I think I, I fell in like... And I drowned anyway. I just remember being like, yeah, I've had that. But, um, what, what opinion have you got? Um, Hastings. What stuff I like? I like war. <laughs> I quite I'm like it. Like. I mean, I do. I War's like pretty stuff. cool, isn't it? I do. You know, I, love I don't it. want to be part of it, but like just watching like the study of war and battles and stuff. Yeah, and I, I think tactics it of it might have been some kind of general, but I think I was probably shit. Yeah, I I get that. <laughs> I'm like I, I get these games and stuff like that. I'm like, ah, oh, I really like you know. I love the you know organizing and trying to do all the tactics and stuff like that with the, but. Um, I have to save it a lot so I'd go back Terrible. because I'd, I'd lose. I think if there's one period, um, it would be what people would call the Dark Ages, like of England, like five, yeah. uh, just after the Romans left. Yeah. Like that sort of era. I like that. So I don't know if I, I do I feel an affinity? Or maybe if anything, I, I'm interested in that period quite I, a lot. I've and also, a, also. Like prehistory, the like the megalithic okay. like structures and stuff, like the stone rings, mostly around the um, British Isles. Oh yeah, well everyone has. Right? Not everyone's around the British Isles. No, <laughs> of course they're not. I, mean, yeah, I like that sort of stuff. I'm okay, awed by it. I'm awed by that sort of stuff. Definitely, yeah. But I, I might, uh, whether that's I an affinity or just an interest, I'd... castles. I fucking love castles and all that. So I'm not I'm not that big on castles yeah, I, I, when you see one you think yeah they're pretty cool i'm not i, I, I thought everyone would I, 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 I touched stone and i'm yeah okay number 10 unexplained fears or phobias as touched on in the last point many believe that certain memories or experiences can pass on or leave residues in our childhoods and adulthood from past lives whether this is true or is simply a form of problem bypassing, many believe that we can experience the echoes of past traumas in our own lifetime in the form of unexplained fears and phobias. Examples can include fear of drowning, fear of certain types of animals, the fear of certain places, the fear of particular numbers, colours, objects and so forth. You got anything that's unexplainable in that sense? Uh, it used to be dogs. It's not really unexplainable because most people, a lot of people are afraid of dogs. Um, I've sort of conquered that, but that's true. You know, experience with animals. Experiencing knowing that most dogs don't bite you. I used to feel very 
at home on boats. You know, like I used to feel. Because she was a Viking. But you think you'd be last, scared of drowning, though, wouldn't you? Well, my last sort of trip on a boat in Greece, where the boat was like, oh, was like maybe I'm not so. <laughs> maybe, maybe not I so much. A bit of a fear, a bit of a phobia for boats. Um, I love flying. I love the idea of flying. That's that's awesome. Um, boats, flying, warfare. They're nothing really. You got no. No, this was fears or phobias, not things you love. Dogs. Dogs. It's still like there, but I fight it. You know, it's like a. Yeah, I think that's probably just. Yeah, it's a natural thing. They got taste, don't they? You know what I mean? Bitten when you was a kid, though. My fights, yeah. There you go. That would give you a fear of dogs. Yeah, it did sort of mess me up a bit. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's probably where that comes from. You got humped by one, so. I did, yeah. Big dog. <laughs> it's only little. It was a great but thing, so. You know. But no, it wasn't. It was a big Alsatian. It was a great thing, wasn't it, Duke? Uh, no, nah, it wasn't that. The other I was one. the other. I was the. Uh, I remember his name now. Yeah. Okay. All right. Anyway. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not scared of that though. No, you're not. What, being not a scared of dogs. Yeah. I'm not scared of dogs. <laughs> I've got nothing like that. All right. Not, not majorly, anyways. Not this one. Okay. You feel as though the earth is not your home. The yearning to find your home can be seen as a reflection of the desire to return back to the source, oneness, consciousness, divinity, etc. Many people feel this yearning to be reminiscent of an athlete running a long race and longing to reach the finish. In the same manner, souls that have reincarnated many times over express this basic need to finally, for finally completing the cycle and returning home. Feeling that this earth is not your home is often accompanied by chronic feelings of tiredness and weariness for the life on earth. I had, I did go through an episode, but obviously put that down to mental health a bit. But I felt I'm so completely, completely out of place. I did feel like, yeah, like this wasn't my my natural sort of home for you know for years and years and years. But again, that could just be. Yeah, I think lots of people. Yeah, people I mean, a lot that. of people kill themselves, don't they? There's a lot of yeah, suicide. And that's because they don't feel like they want to go home. They don't necessarily feel like they want to go. They just don't feel like there's nothing yeah. here for them. I think, you know, it's very, very sad. So, um, no, I don't know. If I, I think I may be a baby, baby soul. Well, you're, I think... I think I'm a baby. No, I think you're a bit more advanced. You're a baby. You're just like nailed it a bit. You're just here for the, the shits. I'm just mean. here for the shits and giggles, man. It's the... Uh, is that it? That's it for them. I thought it was twelve, but that was eleven. Yeah, it's mostly bullshit, isn't it? Really. I can. I'm going to do your. Uh, are you? Am I a old, old soul? soul? What should I do? What kind of soul are you? <laughs> Go on then. What, oh, what, what from y- like young or old, like a baby yeah, soul or a. Well, you might be like adolescent super... soul or a old soul or a old king yeah. soul. This is my uh, um, Foth tarot cards. What, 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 kind of soul are you? what tarot is it? Foth. That's your favourite one, is it? Crowley, yeah, it's my. Go on then. Oh, you're. Sold me uh, up. Yeah, you're, well, you're victory. I got victory. Oh! You're kind of brilliant. You're, you're, you're winning. You're I'm learning. Awesome. You're, all, you're also. You're obviously murdering it, you know what I mean? I'm trying to see what the um, is on the sticks there. It's on the sticks. Springs. Well, sticks well, or staves. Yeah, uh, staves. But I can't. Is that a hermetic um, wings? 
looks like possibly. Who the fuck knows? What are you asking me for? You're the one with all the knowledge. I can't, well, because I can't my eyes. It was all blurred to me. I don't know if that's my glasses or the. I'd say you're, you're nailing it. You're doing very well. Right, do, your own. You. do your own. Do your own. Victory. Well, you're doing it this time. I'm, I'm working. Certainly. I'm doing all right. Well, you're, you're doing all right, certainly this time around, anyway. Whatever. Well, yeah, I can even get better. I got past all the crappiness. That's why I don't need to remember it, because it's like past life. What lives, kind of soul am I? Go on. What you got? Strife. Strife, yeah. You're a baby soul. You're struggling, man. Let's get with it. Well, be like victory. We've got a similar buckets of staves, isn't it? So, well, funny that, because I've got off on the top, which is the tattoo that I've got on my back. Um, there you go. Struggle, struggle and strife. There you go. Thanks, great. Have you got? Why we're here before we go? Have you got any actual stories of reincarnation? Uh, no, because I I got turned around from um, listening to stories about the Anunnaki and reincarnation and how they sort us out. So I've got nothing. No. Oh, well, I got a couple. Might as well do a couple. Just uh... okay. Right. So I read through these before, but that was a couple of weeks ago when we first do it. So I just. I think I've probably picked some out at the time, but I can't remember which ones they were. Reincarnation or is this um, past lives? Past li well, reincarnation, so that's it. That is past lives, isn't it? Well, that's what, well, I suppose that's what we're saying, isn't it? Is it? Well, yeah, that's what reincarnation... If you've got a past life, you have to be reincarnated from that past life. That's the whole point of the conversation, isn't it? Um, what? Reading minds or something. Reading okay, ethos. reading minds... But yeah, I mean, it could be that, and that's the point. There could be not re no reincarnation. You could just be picking up some sort of. I did think that about mediums, like I don't know, transmission from the past, and you're just, which is still an ability in itself, but it's not. Your soul hasn't come back again. Anyway, right, P Patricia Aust Austrians. Four-year-old son Edward had a phobia of drizzly grey days. Then he developed a problem with his throat and started to complain of severe pain. Whenever he had a sore throat, he said that his shot was hurting. Edward told his mother very detailed stories about his previous life in the trenches in what apparently, what was apparently World War One. He told her that he had been shot in the throat and killed. It's probably quite disturbing from your four-year-old four son. Mm. At first, doctors could find no, uh, could not find a cause for his sore throat, and removed his tonsils as a precautionary measure. A cyst developed in his throat, and the doctors did not know how to treat it. As soon as Edward was prompted to tell his parents and others more about his previous life and talk about how he was killed, the cyst disappeared. Edward's doctor never found out why the cyst vanished. That's very interesting. Yeah, it's brilliant. I've also had dreams about being killed in the First World War. You have the best dreams, man. Mine are rubbish. Mine are just like, oh, my side's hurting. I've realised my wife just leaned her hand on my side. <laughs> right, let's do... Bruce uh, Whittier had reoccurring dreams of being a Jewish man hiding in a house with his family. His name had been Stefan Horowitz, a Dutch Jew who was discovered in his hiding place along with his family and taken to Auschwitz, where he died. During after the dreams, he felt panicked and restless. He began to record his dreams, and one night he dreamed about a clock. 
which he was able to draw in great detail upon waking. Witcher dreamed about the location of the clock in an antique shop and went to, the clo went to look. The clock was visible in the shop window and looked exactly like the one in the she's dreams. Witcher asked the dealer where it had come from. It transpired that the dealer had brought the clock from and among the property of a retired German major in the Netherlands. This convinced Witcher that he really had led a past life. Mm, that is definitely a yeah, and the German, <laughs> so basically, the German major had sent off Horowitz to the Auschwitz, stole his clock, and then eventually fucking sold it. Nice, nice. Let's see this one. This one's okay. title is "Who's mm. Your Granddad?" Mm. Gus Who's Taylor was eighteen months old when he started to say that he was his own grandfather. Okay, this one's a bit. Young children can be confused about their own identity and those of their family members, but this was different. His grandfather had died a year before Gus was born, and the boy totally believed that, there was the, that they were the same person. When shown some family photographs, Gus identified Grandpa Olgie when he was four years old. There was a family secret that nobody had ever spoken about in front of or around Gus. Olgie's sister had been murdered and dumped in the San Francisco Bay. The family were perplexed when the four-year-old child started to talk about his dead sister. According to Gus, God gave him a ticket after he died. With this ticket, he was able to travel through a hole, after which he came back to life as Gus. I mean, that's a bit weird, isn't it? It's all a bit weird. The whole thing it. about God gave me a ticket, though. I mean, the past life bit, I get, but the God gave me a ticket. You don't hear that often, do you? The Anunnaki gave him a ticket. It's a fucking grave. The Anunnaki. It's all a bit. We're, we're more. Um, would it matter if we absolutely 100% discovered that we were a simulation? I mean, that's relevant, isn't it? It's like we've spoke about this before about the simulation. Would it matter? It wouldn't matter, would it? Um, I say, it wouldn't matter. if we are entirely a simulation, we only exist in the simulation. We're not like a consciousness project into it, then no, because that's all we are. That is our what we are. It's our reality, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I'm not going there. And if we can't, if we can't get out, then yeah, it doesn't. It wouldn't matter. Nothing. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. It's like I think um uh, I think mortality matters to some people. Anyway, of course it does. Anyway, sorry, I digress. You got okay. one more? Uh, I've got a couple more. Uh, let's do do, do one more. All right, let's do, because you said about pilots and stuff, so we've got the Navy fighter pilot. I need to go and have a wash. Okay. <laughs> Don't bugger. At a very young age, James Leninger started to remember his life as a Navy fighter pilot. Airplanes were the only toys he would play with, and after a time, his plane obsession turned into a nightmare. He lost a lot of sleep and kept talking about flying planes and about weapons and the scary accident with his plane. James, who only watched kids' programs on TV, showed his mother what a fighter plane drop tank was and was able to check a plane over as a pilot would during a pre-flight check when he was just three years old. The child was able to tell his father that he used to take off from a boat called the Natoma and knew the name of a co-pilot, Jack Larson. The Natoma was indeed a Pacific ship and Larson was still alive. After James was told, after James told his father that he had been killed in his plane at Iwo Jima, his father mm. discovered a pilot called James M. Hurston Jr., who had died there. This was especially strange as James had started to sign his drawings James III. 
James family contacted Hurston's sister and she sent James a bust and a model aeroplane that had been returned to her by the Navy after her brother's death. Okay, there's no more. I want more about that story now. Yeah, there's no, no more. You should uh, put it in the show notes and everyone else can go and investigate. No, they, they, I, I love these. Um, yeah, I love these. I, I want to um, tell what, what about um, going and having past I, life. Hold on, when he said that like a co pilot Jack Larson and he was still alive, I thought they were going to go and talk to him and find out. But they probably did. Yeah, maybe. Like, maybe the, the story's there's like half it's, a story here. Anyway, that's one of the buns about the fighter pilot. I know. Like they've, what's happened before, they've gone and found family and stuff, and the kids have felt very, very uncomfortable, you know, because. Yeah. I think a lot of the time, like children who remember this stuff, the, as time goes on, their memory fades of it as well. Mm. And sort of. What, because it's supposed to be gone already, isn't it? So obviously the. Oh, I suppose, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're not meant to remember. Sort of, sort of fade, fades out, you know, like eventually, like. We're all meant to remember, we would, wouldn't we? Yeah, well, this is why I want to investigate all this stuff. I want to know the, the truth of it, but I don't know. I don't know. Fine, you got one more? Yeah, I've got a few more. Do you want another one? I thought, was, I thought you'd done. All right, Matt, this right, was we'll the give, barrel boy. Oh, all right. We'll Cameron Macaulay on. was born in Glasgow, Scotland. Since the age of two, he told his mother he was from an island called Barra off the west coast of Scotland. He talked about a white house and a beach on which planes landed. He had a black and white dog and his dad name and his dad's name was Shane Robertson. He was killed by a car. He drew a white house by the beach and complained of missing his other mother. As the child got more and more upset about missing Barra, his mother took him on a visit to the island, which was an hour long flight away. The plane landed on the beach. The family found a white house owned by the Robertsons and a black and white dog was in one of the family photographs along with a car that Cameron had remembered. However, nobody called Shane. Cameron knew his way around the White House and was able to point out all its peculiarity. As he grew older, Cameron slowly lost his memories, but he still but he is still convinced that death is not the end. Um, like Gus Taylor, he stated that he ended up in his mother's tummy after he fell for a hole. The story was picked up by the British television, making the Barra case one of the best documented reincarnation stories. So there must be some footage out there somewhere of it. So once again, someone else fell for a hole and like got reincarnated. It's a bit strange. Strange memory. When you go to bed, try and, um, I don't know. Go for a hole. Of remembering a past life or whatever. Maybe if you try and like psychically go for a hole you end up in someone else's life i'm going to try it tonight okay i'm just going to go to bed i'm just going to go sleep straight i'll get a phone call tomorrow rick's a vegetable in his bed because his soul's left his body and buggered off somewhere else don't have that shit (laughs) (laughs) fair enough all right (laughs) um sorry i wasn't as lively as normal you was about the same i'm very very tired i've done way too many drugs today very tired. I haven't actually tired. Years. Okay years. then, bro. Are we off? Um, yeah, I think so. Well, we've done like two hours. Probably done more than just probably our longest episode. I think quite possibly. Um, talked a load of shit again. Actually, I thought we talked a bit shit. Talked got some ideas. Got some ideas about reincarnation. Yeah. Give us something to think about. I uh, do like um just 
you know, talking about it, my sort of own head, you know, how you feel about it. Um, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm very much undecided on Reese. It's one of those ones um, I've, I haven't really got a, a strong opinion either way. Like, yeah, it could be, yeah, no, it's not, I don't. Or how um, the mechanics of it, you know, the different, I don't. I don't know. Yeah. I've, how, I've got no opinion. I'm interested. I'm very, very intrigued. Um, anyway, yeah, cool. All right then, bro. Where, um, where can they find us? You can find us at Twitter, the big, big conspire. Yeah, do act, big act, conspire. big conspire. Send us a message. At, Follow yeah, us. Yeah, please. Someone Say send hi. us a message. Send Oops. us a bad message. Send, <laughs> us a, send, send us some stories of your past lives. Send yeah. us some stories of. Um, coincidences oh you had a story you was going to tell us we have to save it for next oh, week now i told it last week you didn't i did what from our friend sent you did a... i not tell it last week no i tell oh do you want no no we'll do it we'll do it next week yeah send us some so super send us anything send us any stories send made them make them up <laughs> make up send us made up stories anyway so you can go on oh, you i thought we was finishing carry on oh, i'm gonna have to go yeah um, yeah, go on. Anyway, you can find us at Big Conspire, <laughs> Facebook, <laughs> emails, various thingy. But we've right. got podcasts. Can you listen to it? And oh, go on. You That's the just not really good, That's is bad. it? Sorry. Right. So we're on Twitter um, at Big Conspire. You can send us a message, um, bigconspire at hotmail.com. If you want us to talk about a certain subject, you want to, I don't know, have a word with us. Yeah, you can contact us there. You can catch the video of this on Odyssey, Big Conspire. And I think that's about it, really. Yeah, that's about it, man. Love you. Up the right, revolution. People. Up the revolution. The mind revolution. We need to... Yeah, anyway. Good night. <laughs> Good night. See you later, Bye. people. Bye. Bye. Bye.